Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let them come. And they came. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Heartbreak Feels Good. This time, uh, we come to this place to rank our favorite 2023 movies, a big episode. Uh, I'm Josh Woodbury uh, with my host, Edgar Ortega. Yeah, um, the other day um, when I was like setting up the 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 stream for this thing, I was looking up like uh, our previous top 10 episode that we did. It was like March of 2023. So I was like, <laughs> okay, it's been a minute. So uh, I think it might have been our uh, anniversary episode too. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, it's we fun. We did do one for a uh, legacy sequels, also. Yeah, also yeah, yeah, yeah. Our last year episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's always fun to do these ranking episodes. It's always fun to see what everybody, uh, what everybody has on their personal list and how everything combines. So yeah, I'm excited for this one. And my other co-host, uh, Evan Harris. Yeah, this should be exciting. Usually, especially this one, because. Top uh, 2023 was a great year for movies. I loved a lot of the movies. My top 10, though, usually makes it into these lists. Like, usually my top four, my top two, usually crack it into our combined top two. Like, Marriage Story and Parasite, spoiler alert, that was, like, my one and two for 2019 and made the list. But this one, I'm not sure. I, I think two of my top five are cracking in this list. But I don't, I'm not sure where everything else is because I've liked – I liked a lot of movies that you guys thought were just, you know, it was, it was good. It was fine. So I'm curious to see what our combined top 10 list is, because this one might be a little bit up in the air. Yeah. And uh, we have returning guests for this special episode, Trey Mitchell. I, I'm really struggling at not laughing at that Transformers thing. It, I didn't I didn't know that was there. And I, <laughs> it's I, a classic I keep hearing now. it in my head and I'm like <laughs> trying to hold it together. But I'm like, when you want, when you try to hold it together, you like laugh more. So I um, apologize if I've been laughing uh, at the start of this podcast. But yeah, thanks for having me. Like, like Evan said, this past year was great for film. So uh, I am curious to see. I feel like most of us agreed on like top 10 for, for this year, like especially the top five pretty much. But I would say top 20. You, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like <laughs> the order of them per se, but like m most of the movies. I, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah. yeah. I, I, go for I, it. I think I know what our combined number one is. Uh, I think I know what our number one is. I'm pretty sure what our number two is. It, it's not my one and two, but I think I know what the one and two is. But I'm not sure about, you know, three through ten. Mm. I'm not sure what, 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 what comes over here. So, uh We'll see. So yeah, how how I did this is that uh, these these three Damien Lewis and I also uh, got got list from all of our past guests or at least most of our past guests. Um, on the oh, show. Uh, okay. So it's gonna be a big uh, collective list of uh, where our bait feels good's favorite movies of the twenty twenty three. Who did you ask? Uh, I got Aldens, Nicky's, Preston's. Carson's, uh, Nathan, Carson's is seven movies. Tyler, <laughs> Super Mario, uh, Christian. <laughs> Super Mario. Oh, I didn't. I thought it was just us, Justice. Um, I thought it'd be fun to have like everyone's on there. I I agree. I agree. So so now now my opinion, and my, uh, and Jess also Trey's girlfriend. Yeah, Jess might be coming on. She just got home from work, so she's probably gonna chill for a second. But she might come on. Um. 
Yeah, school was off today. I had to come in for school or I had to come in for work. I was pissed. It was ridiculous. It was like it's freezing out. So I had to come in. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Anyways, um, yeah, okay, that might change my opinion a little bit, Josh. Okay, okay, we might be cooking. Is yeah. Guardian <laughs> making this list? Is Guardian making this list? Oh, that's, that's interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. Before we dive I'm, into the wait, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Now, uh, I mean, I, I'll just say that's why I showed my top sixteen because I'm like. I, there might Those, be a lot of. The, I did use uh, everyone's eleven and twelve because okay, okay, we had a bid tie that I had to break down into a smaller tie. I figured. I figured. I didn't say that. Okay. 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 Um, but yeah, before we get into dive into this list, um, I'm gonna show off my uh, 2023 uh, best in film edit that I that was cooking the past few week the past week. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, without further ado, keep it down. <clears throat> Squad gang. I love this movie. <laughs> Maybe uh zip it. Everybody. So Can we awesome. just get you guys to shoot? Oh what a beautiful <laughs> Come with me. And you'll be in a world of pure imagination reach out touch what was once just in your imagination don't be shy it's all right if you feel a little trepidation sometimes these things don't need that was for you evan <laughs> thank you Ouch. <laughs> if you want to view paradise simply look at them and view it Somebody to hold on to it's all we really need. Nothing else to it. You're so beautiful. I know it. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look, of course, and you'll see <laughs> into your imagination. What a great scene. We'll begin with a spin, traveling in the world of my creation. What we'll see. Will defy explanation. If you want to view paradise, so cool. simply look around and view it. Anything. 
change the world, there's nothing to it. Mommy's with the maggots now. There is no life I know to compare with pure imagination. Living there, you'll be free if you truly wish to be. <laughs> so yeah, nice, moves. good job. That's now I, live on our YouTube. If you want to go check it out. Honestly, like I forgot that some of these movies came out <laughs> last year. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, no. yeah. It's a big year for movies. Yeah, that was a great year. I love that one shot of like when it's like the just the touch, and then you go to the shot of uh, all of us strangers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's dig into our collective top uh, ten films of twenty twenty three. Um, let's start with, we have two honorable mentions. We got uh, two films tied for 11th place. place. Um, any guesses? Guardians Volume 3? Wait, is it an yeah, honorable prob mention? Probably Guardians. Honorable mentions, yeah. Okay. Minus one? You know what? I hope minus one is an honorable mention because I don't think it made this list. But now that you said everybody's a list, now you combine everybody's a list. It might be in this list. I know somebody else who really loved it too. So I feel like Barbie might be an honorable mention. Ooh, where is As you say that, Trey, we have oh, Barbie wow. and Ooh, Trey for honorable okay. mentions. Interesting. This is like glad, yeah. Barbenheimer almost. <laughs> <laughs> These two films. Yeah. Um, I'll start with Barbie. Uh I think this is a movie that like says fuck you the subtlety, but like has a blast doing it. Um it doesn't need to be subtle in this messaging and i think greta really uh nails the balance of tones here really well and uh, obviously ryan gosley and marta robbie the whole ensemble is fantastic it's just a blast of a movie yeah, yeah. i i love this movie i i thought it would be my top 10 for a long time it's just there was other movies i just i just liked a little bit more but this is one of my favorite movie going experiences of the year it was just a great crowd great movie great dialogue the script is really good um and i, I just had a great time watching it. it's very joyous and fun and like josh said it's very out there with this messaging that's a good thing more movies should be like this um so i had a great time watching this movie yeah barbie is like my number nine i think on my personal list but um if, I, i'm not upset about it i think i still think like be having an honorable mention is pretty solid um, but yeah, like I, I love Barbie. It's one of the probably not even of just last year, just one of the most memorable movie theater experiences like in a long time. Maybe since I don't know Endgame in terms of how big it was, how big of a movement it was. So yeah, I'm happy that it's here. Uh, for Maestro though, it's not in my top ten; it's in my top twenty. So I'm not too sad about it being an honorable mention. Um, uh, like we've talked about in this podcast before. Um, it's a really good movie. I really, really enjoy it. But there are some parts of the movie that are a bit choppy, mostly in the editing. Evan would agree with me. So, yeah. I think Barbie. Um, yeah, I really like. I think after I sent it, my list to Josh, I think I changed Barbie from like eleven to ten because, like, <laughs> I have May, December. Like, I swapped those two because they're Ooh. like very, like close to me in terms of my my rankings. But I just think that I'm gonna rewatch Barbie so many times, and I don't yeah. know. If I'll ever rewatch may december 
it's a really good movie. I just don't know if I'll ever get to it again. So uh, I got in trouble leaving Barbie because I said my standout was uh, Ryan Gosling as Ken. And this was like, <laughs> the movie's called Barbie, and you your standout was the I mean, man. he is the standout, though. Like, he does have a From just seeing a picture of him in the movie. It's not even, I don't even have to watch the video. I laugh the second I see his face. Like, the best <laughs> comedic performance in my lifetime. Um, I have not finished Maestro. I have no comment on that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Maestro for me was a very good movie and I think it's a little it's a little bit hindered by like uh, as you said the editing but the performances are great the performances really carry the movie for me um speaking of Carrie Carrie Mulligan is phenomenal in this movie um Maestro for me was like number 30 it's a movie that I appreciate I really like but when I was trying to put it in my ranking after I saw it I realized there's just you know 29 more movies I liked more than Maestro that I would watch again before I I would uh, go see Maestro. This was a stacked year, and uh, unfortunately, Maestro had to fall down a little bit. But I saw 100 movies, so top 30 is uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, um, and even even though yeah. Barbie is not in the top 10, it's probably maybe the most rewatchable movie of 2023. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. I think I've seen it four times so yeah. far. Um, yeah, Barbie was my number 10. I had to move things around because I felt like it was fair to yeah. like take out all the strangers of interest. Something like these movies that. No one else has seen besides maybe Edgar and put in like push a few others just to see if it would. Uh, Interesting. I'm going to see all of us strangers. It, it, it's just not coming to America, Trey. We have to accept it. <laughs> it you know, it, like, this, in Norway, Noah's, Noah's going to see it first. I mean, you know, Josh and Edgar are going to see it because they live in LA, which is technically not America. I don't give a what <laughs> fuck what anybody says. You guys live in California. California's else. its own country, Evan. It really is. It really California is. California and Texas, the Western Alliance has the Southern <laughs> Western Alliance. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> what happened that those two states are in alliance? Because but... I can see American fiction now. I'm seeing American fiction on Saturday. I meant to see it Monday, but it was way too cold. Um, so I'm seeing it Saturday, but I still cannot see Zone of Interest or All of Us Strangers. I think American Fiction will be in the top 10 of this list. Oh, mm. okay. Interesting. I didn't know a lot of people saw it. I, I haven't. If I saw well, I it, guess, I, I, I guess that's a factor. I don't know. I, if, like, I will say. They're way too high if that mm-hmm. affects it. But yeah, I will say, though, um, it's we haven't uh, posted any of this. But when we were curating our nominations for our own awards, Afterwards, I I was a bit sad because I realized that we didn't really give anything to American Fiction, and I really love that movie. It's like my I favorite. I don't love it probably as much as you guys do. I I thought it was a, just a really fun uh, comedy with yeah. like some good social commentary, but it didn't really hit me as hard as I wonder why I think it did for you guys. Uh, that's probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, I don't know. Just no comment. <laughs> I cannot wait to see American fiction. Every time I see the trailer, I'm like, this is the most relatable and hilarious thing I've ever seen. So I cannot wait to see it on Saturday. Yeah. So number 10. All right. Number. Oh yeah. And Maestro was like top 20. I think for me, I really like that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Top, top 10. Uh, is is Saltburn cracking this list? I just remember, I looked at my list. I'm like, Saltburn is pretty high nah, for me. I like I like Saltburn. I really it's, like Saltburn. It's in my top ten. one, right? It's not gonna. It's not gonna crack. I know Trey doesn't like it, but hey, you know, other people might have liked it on uh, Josh's people, his content. <laughs> Josh's uh, people. 
it, it, I just realized oh. Saltburn is not in my top ten. Um, that might have that might have even though I really liked it, I gave it like a five out of five. I love Saltburn, um, but it might not be on this list. Now I'm thinking about it. Uh, might have been number twelve here. Anyways, uh, Rise of the Beast number ten. We have. <laughs> Don't call it a <laughs> Quantum Mania. <laughs> no. Wow. Uh, uh, Toys of the Fire Moon. Nice. Nice. That's all we got. Yeah. Number nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, I watched this on Sunday, so I could be, like, so I could uh, have it included in our in our lists. Oh, nice. Uh, this is in my number twenty-five of the year. Um, so some people must have really, really loved this movie. Um, I, I think this is a great movie. One of Martin Scorsese's best. It's not, I'd say it's one of his best, but it's also not one that I liked more. Like, I think I like this more than Silence, but not more than some of his other movies um, for Martin Scorsese. But overall, like, this is a movie that's hard to not, like, really love and appreciate. I think DiCaprio, De Niro, Glastone, a trio that delivers phenomenal performances across the board especially lily um and I've, I've grown to really like robert de niro's uh role even more so after seeing the movie in, in theaters um and because i think i thought he was like really really good as a, just a great villain but after thinking about it more seeing some more clips on you know twitter youtube etc i think robert de niro is like easily like the second best person in this movie and dicaprio is great i mean he's always great he's like one of the, my favorite actors of all time um so yeah uh but anyway i think the movie overall is just it's outstanding in terms of like the native american perspective and what they really dive into in terms of, like this crime epic of it all uh so yeah really good movie just didn't crack my top 10 yeah i think uh killers of the flower moon is really good not one of like my favorite scorsese films but i i'm looking now i had this 14th on the year so um a movie that like I definitely admire the craft of it and I think it was really good but it wasn't one of my personal favorites for him but that being said it's still I think one of the best movies of of the year uh and I think I think Lily Gladstone's probably gonna or her or Emma Stone are gonna win that's a battle right now it's it's that that one's tough I I, I don't know whoever Gladstone right now I think whoever uh press and is, is 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 gonna win so I really wanted to be Emma I'm I'm rooting for Emma so hard I think I, mm -hmm. her performance was just really more memorable to me but Lily is like it's two different sides of the spectrum one of the most subtle but like powerful performances you'll see and then Emma just a transformative crazy outfit. yeah it was very different <laughs> yeah really different yeah, Killers was a uh, like fifteen, around fifteen on my list. Um, yeah. I really was like taken back by this movie. Um, as I'm sure you guys know, uh, I haven't seen the most Scorsese movies, um, Irishman, and now uh, After Hours, this and a couple others. Um, after Hours, fun. it's ugh, After Hours is so good. Um, Killers really took me by surprise. Um, it's a it's like when you say epic, this is like the definition of an ep like a movie epic. Um, it's sweeping. It's really powerful, especially that ending. Uh, that ending really blew me away. Um, and uh, like the choice he makes with that is really interesting. And yeah, Lily Gladstone is just her performance is the powerhouse. Yeah, it's funny that every everybody has been mentioning like his past work because this month I've also been doing a bit of a a bit of a rewatches and a first time watches of Scorsese and um, just going back and seeing some of his early work and then 
thinking back about Killers of the Flower Moon, and you just see this like, like uh, steady like um, progression of how he grows as a filmmaker. Even like the way that he frames uh, actors, or like how he like has well, he and his uh, editor have just such a good sense for pacing. Like I, I watched this in the movie theater, and I, I don't want to say I didn't feel the runtime because at some point you kind of do, but it didn't bother me. I I was like always like 100% in, locked in, like I was always engaged. And every single time that I think about this movie, like we're just right now looking at the poster, I, I always think about that one scene with uh, Lily Gladstone when the the house next door like explodes and she's just like, the cry that she just mm. lets out. Oh, it's so haunting. I, it's, I yeah, well, it's one of the most memorable like, moments of last year for me. Easily, yeah. Yeah, kind of like what uh, what uh, uh, Edgar said. I've been going back and watching some Scorsese films for the first time. I re- I-, I watched After Hours for the first time, The Last Temptation of Christ, and then uh, Casino as well. So it's it has been cool to see sort of like the steady progression of him as a filmmaker. And this is, I mean, a really great movie. So he's not falling off. That's for sure. I also, yeah, I've been... um, okay. recently watched Hugo, which I absolutely oh, loved. That movie is wonderful. You. I need to watch it. I still haven't seen it. Yeah. And he's gone. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, um, like just like even like this year, we're getting another movie from this. Like, again, not that I'm I'm shaming these guys for for being for getting old because I mean it's normal. But like him, George Miller, they're like they're like directing as if they were still in their twenties, and it's fucking wild to me. Yeah. <laughs> him and yeah, Ridley Scott too. Just, they keep chugging out. Coppola too, like with Madelopolis coming out yeah. this year. It's crazy. What was the last yeah. thing that he did? Coppola. Yeah, he did a lot of smaller films like that I haven't seen recently. I don't know. Yeah. But um, you guys are mentioning, I, I forgot Scorsese's Irishman. This is way better than Irishman. I couldn't stand mm-hmm. Irishman. <laughs> really? Not at all. It's I need to re- revisit Irishman. Yeah, I need to rewatch it too. I feel like I have more of appreciation as of Scorsese now, so I feel like I'd probably appreciate <laughs> it more. Are you going to go rewatch it as in TikTok beats like every minute? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like he intended, yeah. All right, number nine. Very curious. Okay, we're getting to the nitty gritty now. Ten killers, nine. Oh, I forgot I mentioned Guardians. Is Guardians in this list? I'm not sure, Bob. I'm not sure, Bob. I'll I'll keep on saying Guardians. One on Alden's list, so that might single handedly put it in. I know Alden's a big uh, Godzilla fan, Uh, so I hope Godzilla's in this somewhere. Speaking um, of, oh, nine, wow, Godzilla minus sweet. one. <laughs> there we go. I'm just happy it made the list. It should be yeah, higher. I'm it should be higher. Surprised made it in. Um, this is a, like <laughs> number in the 30s, 40s for me. I really wow. liked it. <laughs> um, it's a, it's definitely the probably the best Godzilla movie I've seen, and I haven't seen many, but just like the recent ones. But it's like the action sequences are really great. Um, the store is amazing, but I couldn't really connect with the human characters as as much. They are the best iterations, like in the recent movies. But still, like I don't oh, know. Yeah. It, there are some choices in this movie that are pretty weird. <laughs> I'm I'm so happy this made the list. I mean, I had this. What was it? Number three or four or five for me? One of those. Uh, it was definitely my top five. Uh, I adore <laughs> this movie. It's speaking of like theater going experiences, this is one of the best theater experiences I've ever had in the theater packed out for like a subtitled international movie is always really fun um and this movie just took me for a ride i think a lot of the uh main characters are phenomenal sorry we got a runner here coming over here 
<laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I just I love the human characters. Like you know, like Josh said, we're not dealing with freaking podcasters, weird hipster characters like the freaking legendary movies love to do. They're all so weird and just they get on my nerves. I don't like it. Not a fan of Millie Bobby Brown. No. <laughs> no, she, she just like a, a rambunctious. Kid. What, about, what about our favorite guy, uh, Child Chandler? Wait, come on, Evan. <laughs> he was wasted in the latest one. Uh, <laughs> after all the marketing, like uh, I really wanted more. Time you don't like Vera Farmiga? Oh God, the <laughs> genocidal maniac! Yeah, that was, that was crazy. She's not the best mother either. Um, Godzilla versus Kong is fun. It's it is fun. It's just I, I can't stand any of besides, <laughs> besides the uh the little um deaf girl. She was great. Um and I'm excited for the next one. But minus one, after before I saw this movie actually, I was gearing up with Nathan and I saw the uh 1954, the very first movie. Uh I saw Shin Godzilla from 2016. Um, and then those movies really like enlightened me to like how good Toho does a lot of the uh, international Godzilla movies. Um, but this one is easily the best for me. The score is incredible. The human characters have a great... I mean, the main character has a really, really, really good arc that's very, like, easy to follow. You you instantly become, like, sympathetic to his journey, especially, like, given his connection to the war and then how he connects to other people, especially his love interest. Really, really good. Um, and then the supporting cast is just also super memorable, super fun. But this movie is not afraid to go dark as well. This movie is super dark and super, like, very emotional when it wants to be. The ending is just one of my favorite endings. I was so happy when I saw the very last scene. What does uh, this mean? Movie, the ending. The mark that she has on her neck. I didn't get it. Mark on her neck? Josh, right? back me up. Yeah, I, I, Edgar, I know what you're talking about. I, yeah. I don't know. So, like, I, yeah, black I mark really on her neck? That, that was, like, Venom? Weird. What? They played Godzilla's main theme, right? Yeah, she was. She like had some sort of Godzilla in her. Some what? It's literally her. the logo that we look. It's literally, literally the last shot. Of the movie. How do you not know this? It's like a post-credit scene. I, I was too busy. Like, wait, this, is it the post-credit scene? Like, he hugs. He hugs her at the end. I mean, it's after yeah, the yeah. And her yeah. neck has like some some like black stuff inside of it Mark. moving, as if yeah, as if there's moving. Like, oh, is attached to yeah. yeah. But, uh, it's not no, a happy I, ending. I, I think it was like like her blood. Was, I think it's a happy like, end. I think I think you guys are taking. I don't know if she's infected, I'm Evan. How can it be? I remember there was like some ominous overtone, and they played like they yeah. blared Godzilla's. It's theme. the last shot know. of a movie, and then it cuts to the ocean, to like the body parts. Yeah, Godzilla's, Godzilla's not dead. What? I mean, yeah, I know Godzilla's not dead. That part, I, you know, that's clear cut. Some He's Mandela effect over here. Right? But, but they, they've done that no, I, in all the I movies. So like. What? I've never heard this take before. I've never seen this. It's not a take. It's in the movie. (laughs) I've never seen this, you know, like she could be infected. It's Godzilla. What can he infect you with? It's not how it works. Radiation poisoning? Radiation, yeah. I mean, she she was blown away. In that case, everybody should have radiation poisoning. Like He was there too, right? But like, nobody has radiation poisoning. The movie got discussed. Godzilla's black. Look this up after the podcast. I I will, because you guys, this is crazy to me. I think she's fine. I feel like I'm being gaslit right now. I know what you're talking about, Trey. It's the end of the... Anyways, I had minus one at uh, eight. I thought this movie was fantastic. Uh... In terms of movies that are basically Star Wars movies, last year we had The Way of Water. This year we have Godzilla minus one. 
Um, in the creator too, but that was like eh, bad version. I still haven't seen that. I really wanted to, and then everyone didn't like it, and then I just haven't gotten to it yet. I uh, eventually will. Um, but yeah, this was fantastic. The human performances were obviously what carries this. Godzilla is basically just a boogeyman. Um, he just so comes mean. and goes and does his thing. And uh, the human interactions are our main character and his the family he sort of has um, really, really hold it in the opening scene on that Island. is just, just so good. I mean, that's a, that's a Jurassic park movie essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was fantastic. I thought the ending was a little bit cheesy, but still like really good. Um, but uh, yeah, this is a great film. I, I don't know if I'll see the, the black and white version of it. But um, it doesn't look good. It looks like they just put a filter on it. I've never yeah. been someone that really cares about movies that are re-released in black and white. But uh, I did. Did I never watched Loden Noir? But it, I it was a cool image. But like, yeah, that actually but, looked good though. But like this it? one, like it just looks like they just put like the. It, it's the really good. It, it, yeah, but yeah, minus one is uh, fantastic. It was like I said, it was number eight for me on the year, and um, I really like this movie. Yeah, I do want to try and see it one more time in theaters because I think they announced that like it's leaving theaters completely on February first, probably because like rights issues with the Warner Brothers Godzilla coming out maybe, but that's dumb. Yeah, yeah. uh, For me, minus one is I think seventeen on my personal list. It can't stay in theaters forever. It it started like what uh, November. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, no, December. Yeah, what's next? God, or, um, Guardians. Uh, what? Guardians. Uh, Saltburn. Is that coming up next? Josh. Oh, uh, I thought you were saying something, Andrew. Oh, yeah. Well, I was just going to say like really quickly that uh, I really liked, like the, char- the like, human character dynamic in this movie. Um, it kind of reminded me of one of the few people that I really liked 2014 Godzilla. And even as somebody who really likes that movie, I can acknowledge that the best part of that movie is when it's like the first act when you still have like Brian Cranston and you actually give a shit about those characters. And that this movie felt like that, like that, but like for the entire movie. So yeah, I really appreciate it. Oh, uh, quick plug for Monarch. Uh, the show Monarch was recently oh, ended its mm. first season. Um, a very messy, entertaining show, but with actually good characters. Like for the most part, like. They're not written the best, but I had an interesting time watching where they go from episode to episode. And it was one of the first times I'm like, Legendary can actually create good, lasting, interesting characters if they took their time with it. So stop giving us the podcasters again. Um, anyway. There's so many shows I need to catch up on. Like, There's that, there's Gen V, there's the Marvel shit. <laughs> you gotta watch Gen V. Echo. You gotta watch Gen V. Echo was, I, I did watch The Curse, which is phenomenal. Echo is very Rapid. just fine. It's very really? fine. Did you watch yeah. all of it? Yeah, I watched all of it. Me too. I loved it. Oh. Wait, you watched The Curse, Evan? No, no, Echo. Echo, I said. Oh, I was talking about The Curse. I've seen the oh, first episode okay. of The Curse. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Very strange show. <laughs> really? I, show. As someone who loves HGTV, though, I feel attacked. <laughs> mm. all right number eight guardians guardians everyone's saying guardians so is it not on this great. list <laughs> oh spider-verse better be on this list it better be a top five motherfuckers but okay we'll see i don't think it will be <laughs> don't, don't do we'll this see. to me Trey. all right number eight we have 
Poor Things. Mm. Sweet. It's in the list. I'm happy. I wonder how many people liked Poor Things. You know, Josh, Edgar, and I, I think, adored this movie. Trey, have you seen Poor Things yet? Yeah, I liked it a lot, but I didn't love it, you know? That's like, fair. It's yeah. Like... yeah, anyways. Yeah, this made it, I think it was number six for me. Um, instantly, one of my favorite Emma Stone roles. Emma Stone, still my favorite working actress today. Love her. Um, and it's, yeah, again, it's instantly one of my favorite roles for her because she gets to do so much, not even just her physicality, but her comedic timing is great. And especially her connections with each character along her journey. Uh, I really was not expecting Mark Ruffalo's character to be that like compelling, but even outside of how comedic and downright hilarious he is, his connection to her proves to be one of the more like important for all the weird reasons like she's not really learning from him she's learning what how not to be from him in an interesting way um and then you know overall i just liked her connection with like you know willem dafoe rami yusuf's character um even christopher abbott at the very end that was really cool um her connections and how she like managed them and how she changed individually as a person was just so felt i very felt i very much felt that via emma stone's performance um, and overall, the poor thing is just one of the best directed movies of the year. Five minutes in, I'm like, your ghost is cooking. It's like he does like 10 different styles of directing in like the first 10 minutes of the movie. It's crazy. If he does not get nominated, that'd be just, that'd be just ridiculous. But yeah, your ghost is a, a legend. I, I love this movie. Yeah, Poor Things was number three for me. I, I absolutely adored this film. Um, it is an odyssey. It's uh, one of the stranger coming of age films I've seen. Uh, it's such a like interesting premise, but like fulfilled to the mats. Um, Yorgos Lanthimos, like his direction is exceptional. Like Evan was saying, like so many styles showcase like automatically and throughout the whole movie. Uh, I think this might be Emma Stone's best role yet, which is crazy to say. Which is she's Emma Stone. Um, like she just has so much range here, and this is really like a meaty role to showcase her talent. And uh, it's just, it's such a charming movie. It's filled with so much more heart than I thought it would be. Um, it's hilarious. Mark Ruffalo is one of the funniest performances of the year for me. Um, Willem Dafoe surprised me with, with how much heart he has, um, especially towards the end. Like. There were some emotional moments there for me. Um, but yeah, this movie is incredible. I think I like Poor Things the more that I think about it. When I when I left the movie at theater, I was like, I was very uncomfortable watching it because like, if you've ever like had like marijuana and you start to like feel like you're going crazy, that's what this movie made me feel like, like a, like mm. a bad high almost, bad trip, you know? Yeah. Like, and I was very unsettled by that feeling. Like, even when Willem Dafoe just burps, I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's hilarious. <laughs> like, there's something wrong. Like, like it, like it's reality, but it's twisted a little bit. And I, I, I think I like it more the more I think about it. So, um, yeah, I have the 21 on my list. But this year, like, I there are only two movies that I didn't like, uh, Napoleon and The Flash. After, like, everything else I enjoyed. Nanda Kwana Poopoo. What? Quantum poopoo. I did not see that movie. You didn't see it? I haven't seen the last Good two Marvel you. movies. Yeah. But we went to go see the Flash. <laughs> I saw I saw a early free screening of the Flash. Wow. I, did, I did not pay for the Flash. Nice. Um, Me too. But yeah, I I have this movie right 
in between Mission Impossible and A Fire. So I, Fire, I, I, yes. I, I liked it a lot, but it personally didn't connect with me as much. Jess, I think, gave it five stars. So nice. Good on Jess. Yeah. For <laughs> me, like a poor thing is probably one up there for one of my favorite movie theater experiences. Not because like anybody like walked out, but like everybody <laughs> was everybody was like weirdly like super into the movie. Like every other scene, everybody was laughing. So that was really cool. Uh Emma Stone is great. Um your goal's direction, like Evan said, is just exceptional. The writing is really clever. I really liked it. Um, one of my favorite performances in the movie that I don't think a lot of people have highlighted, um, just in general, in terms of conversation, is um, I don't know how you pronounce his last name, uh, Rami Youssef. I think that's I say Youssef. Yeah. Youssef, yeah. Uh, he's great. Like, like um, I think we talked about it a few episodes ago. Where like at the beginning of the movie, we really are presented uh, to this world through his eyes, and like he has to do like. Not to be weirded out by it, but he also has to be like he sells it um, really well. Yeah, he like has to be fascinated, but also like weird, weirded out by it. So it's like the really good balance of that he cares for the entire movie, even after he's gone, uh, for the most part. And uh, Mark Ruffalo is hilarious. One of my favorite scenes of the year is that scene where um where Emma Stone loses the money and they're just talking in the room about where the money is. It's just uh, <laughs> hilarious. And yeah. just like as a technical like effort this movie is absolutely stunning like it's on the best production design i've seen in years the the sets the the colors of this movie are so so vibrant and wonderful to look at so um yeah i i completely agree and i'm so upset like if this was any other year i see this about every like when movies come out all the time but like for the oscars if this was any other year if barbie wasn't this year like would it be sweeping these technical awards i still think it should Especially like production design, I think I would go poor things over Barbie. Costumes, I would go poor things over Barbie. Um, so there's certain things I would go poor things over Barbie with, but I'm just so happy that it's even getting nominated. Poor things. Um, what's up, Jess? Hello. How do you like poor things? Um, I loved it. So what have I missed? Ten, nine. Um. Uh, yes. Yeah, so let me recap real quick. Yeah. Uh, we got Arnold. Wait. The Armel mentions we got Barbie and Maestro. If you want to comment, two on. two movies that you love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two two movies. Have you seen Maestro, uh, Jess? What'd you think? We've seen twenty minutes of Maestro. <laughs> oh, you both have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She. Moving on. <laughs> um. Then number ten, we had Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh. Yeah. Number nine, we had Godzilla. Then right eight with Poor Things. If you want to comment yeah. on any of those. Well, I love Barbie, um, and I didn't see Godzilla, um, but Poor Things is great. Um, I think I vibed with it more than traded, um, and it just was um, very unique. Like I, I found myself being like, "There's nothing like this," and that's why it like stood out so much to me. It's like you can't even compare it to anything. It felt kind of like Swiss Army Man in like a weird, just like a very weirdo, sicko movie. Yeah. Very yeah. much like a one-of-a-kind vision. Yeah, very I've different. We've seen a, a few of those this year, which is yeah. really exciting. Like, it's going to be a weird comparison, but like when I think about this movie, like visual style, which I love, I I don't know, like it feels like if somebody, if somebody like vomited like all of these colors and it's just like all over the screen, like 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 <laughs> I well, I always think about that shot where she's like looking at the sky and it's like purple, but yeah. it's like blue and white. Like every time they're on the on the boat and they like show outside, it just like 
something was odd. Like, I was like, what the hell? Like, I don't know. I, I felt uncomfortable almost <laughs> by the fact that it was like close to reality, but not reality. It's almost I like think it threw me Salvador off. Dali. Like, it we was went, like Salvador Dali. Yeah. We went to a Dali Museum. There's one in um, famous, Tampa. Famous artist. Tampa. Yeah. And it's kind of those vibes of like surrealism. Yes. Yeah. Really cool. Also, but, I want to shout out the score too. It's really unique and really interesting too. Oh, yeah, I love it. Um, uh, yeah. The uh, Rami, I think is his name. Um, yeah. He has a good show on on Hulu. I, I watched like the first like four or five episodes of it. It's kind of like Dave, but just like his version and it's pretty good. So he oh. also directed uh, episode four, I think, of The Bears. Yeah, season two, of, right? of The Bears. He directed the. the Copenhagen episode. Yeah. My third favorite episode. That was a great episode. Yeah. Third favorite. That's a good episode. My dad hates that episode. I love it. <laughs> That's a weird thing. Oh, there was like one moment at the end that I still don't I know this is a tangent, but of that episode of the bear, like when there's that stranger that like helps him or something. I was like we were both like gonna something die? bad's gonna is happen. Gonna like die? I'm gonna get murdered or something. I, I thought, this is ominous I thought music too like, at the end of the yeah. season when he was in the freezer. I kept saying like he's freezing to death. Yeah. Oh I was like he's not gonna die. He's dying. Anyways. Oh Alright number seven. Guardians <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Guardians watch Guardians just not be in this list. Dude. I'll say holdovers. Yeah, okay. I don't have it high on my list. Oh, I think really? Iron Claw. All right, so Ooh. this is our first and only tie. Oh, Jeff, uh, hold on. I, I, I had to whittle it down. I had to whittle it down. We had a four-way tie at one point. Whoa. Yeah. Um, um, whoa. Number seven, we have what Guardians was... Volume Three and Bottoms. Okay. The the Alden Diaz films of, <laughs> of the year. <laughs> Josh Woodbury films of the year. Yeah. <laughs> nice um i'm nice. happy bottoms made this list it didn't crack yeah. my top 12 or something i think it was like in my top 20 or 15 or something it's my bottoms, it's nice. my 17 so who, my uh, five. Uh, okay there we go okay so who yeah. uh, who brought this up was Arden and john i fucking love this movie it's just i think it was like top 10 for me i'm pretty sure i kept adjusting things um but yeah great ensembles bottoms is very you either like it or you don't like Mm-hmm. It's a tough tone. It's hard to make to a like comedy that is with. that good. But it's so like weird, like the high school. If you remember, because I recently saw someone who I generally have similar taste did like gave it like it a two t- and a half. It was your ten. It was oh, my ten. Uh, Harrison. Yeah. Harrison gave it a one. One, and I was like, wow. Comedies are just—they're not going to be for everyone. I mean, I, it took like that, in yeah. the beginning. You're like, okay, what is going on here? Like I was expecting a high school, and they're like literally. Like the football players are insane, and <laughs> the main trio is just so funny. And then yeah. I'm like, I've been like a lifelong uh, football fan, and Marshawn Lynch being in that movie is he's just so, so funny. <laughs> but he's so funny. Like he's always been funny. Like he'll he'll just he'll say stuff like during like a press conference, like I'm just serious, so I don't get fined. But him in that movie with like everyone else is just a comedic genius. Like just a perfect cast and. I'm excited that like I want to watch Bottoms again because I've only seen it once mm-hmm. and it was really funny. But I feel like it has huge replay value and could probably become like a cult classic. And honestly, in terms of comedy, in terms of like Gen Z comedy, mm-hmm. like we I have. I love how uh, how like kind of surreal and like otherworldly it is too. Like it's yeah, and manages that tone really well. And there's also like a lot of heart in it too, mm-hmm. with the relationship between um 
uh i forget the character's name but like ao and the uh, havana um but this like the friendship rachel sent it also incredible um the comedy just lands most of the time for me and mm-hmm. it's just really fun yeah this yeah. is a special movie like I, I love ruby cruz too coming off of willow which i adored i love willow uh bring it back but uh ruby cruz was incredible in this movie as like the, you know the third wheel of the group and she had her own little mini arc as well um, and like everybody said, the whole cast is great. The ending is one of the best ending sequences in the football field I've ever seen. Like, wild, crazy out there, but I loved every second. And they just the football murder. players were so, were, were so funny in this, too. Just, like, oh, yeah. their, their, like, commentary on masculinity and, and stuff was just very funny to me. Yeah. And then um, Guardians, yeah. yeah. Guardians is great. I think probably the best Guardians movie. Which it's my number been... six. My number six. So these are my five the six for me. Only Marvel movie I saw this year. Yeah, this was the only like, Marvel I'm movie. I'm trying to think. I admit, like, I didn't. We didn't yeah. see Quantumania. We didn't see the Marvels. Easily the best one, like by far. Yeah. <laughs> I, still wanna, I still want to see the Marvels. It just came out at like. Is I think Marvel's fun. Like Marvel's fun. Marvel. Yeah, we like it over here. Yeah. Um, yeah, Guardians for me is easily, like Jess said, the best uh, Guardians movie for me. Because um, I, I like one a lot. Uh, two, I don't like as much as everybody else does, seems to does on, you know, on comic book Twitter. Um, two is like very hit and miss the comedy. The comedy just is not good in two for me, at least. Um, but three rocks on all fronts. The comedy is great. The emotions have never been better. The villain is outstanding. I forget the actor's name. I'm so sorry. Um, but he's great um from peacekeeper um yeah. and then like the whole team chemistry is very unique we're missing uh gamora she's like the x factor that's not in the room like she's uh, chuck would you would you i'm pretty sure yes chuck and Woody. you handle the yeah. kind of fall out of end game with gamora so well um i know yeah. that John, uh gun has talked about like the creative process he might not have been involved in too much and like how she mm-hmm. was handled in that um, I still think it was really interesting, but like it's it's also interesting how he is a director, a character that he basically formed wasn't in full creative control, and the fallout is like still a beautiful story, you know. Um, so and yeah, you... final scene of this mm-hmm. movie, it's um, classic, yeah. yeah, best I ending mean, of the year for me, yeah, yeah, love that song. Um, but also like I watched a video on the behind the scenes of this, and like you know how Sean Gunn does the what is it called mocap or like yeah for rocket and then um james actually was the person doing the dancing for um groot so it was like when they were filming it for like the reference images it was like Seeing the two james brothers dancing with each other that's beautiful yeah i think john like, also does the the like the young voice for uh or the what they like the middle that is preteen voice for rocket too Really oh, good posters cool. for this movie. All the Guardians movies have great posters. Yeah. Yeah, Volume 2 still has the yeah, sickest the poster. poster. The Volume 2 black and white poster. Oh, yeah, the black and white one is so good. But yeah, Guardians is just like probably up there, top tier MCU stuff for me. Um, Bradley Cooper's best performance this year? Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, yeah. yeah. Sounds like a yoke, but no, it is. He's I, incredible in this. I liked him in uh, Dungeons and Dragons. He was he was great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, little guy. Yeah. You have options. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Guardians is. I I was really surprised how this stuck with me throughout the whole year. Um, I wasn't really expecting that. 
Um, it's just like the action's great, the comedy's white lines for me, and the motion of that final scene is just on another level for me. Yeah, it's weirdly, it's weird how um, Volume Three kind of feels like almost like the epilogue that we didn't know we needed from uh, from Endgame. Like, like if this was like the last MCU movie ever, I would be happy. Like, this is like a great way to finish off. Hey, 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 hey. where's Song Chi too? I need that first. <laughs> That's but, the um, one. Yes, <laughs> of all of them. Yes. Of all of them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I love this movie. I I do think it's maybe sometimes a little bit unfocused on how like it handles certain things. Like um, like I think the the, um, the guy that um, plays the villain of the movie is really great, but the villain itself, I don't really like. I don't think there's much there, at least in terms of writing. It's more really like the performance yeah. that's really strong as far as the character, I think. Yeah. His performance still works connection, for me. His connection yeah. to Rocket is really good. Yeah. 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 But like, again, like overall, like even whatever problems I have with the movie, I still love it. It's like, it, it was my in my top 25 until I saw a certain other movie that I don't think it's in this list. But but yeah. And Bottoms, I it's it's hilarious. Like Josh said, it's like kind of remind, reminded me of watching like, um, um different rating but it reminded me of watching um scott pilgrim versus the world back in like mm. 2010 of like this like of this movie that you think it's gonna be like this just straight comedy of like a coming of age comedy but it just like has this entire like almost sub-genre of like making everything fantastical and i really do think that adds a lot to the movie so and what makes it unique too and everybody in the movie is just great like like everybody has said Similar to Scott Pilgrim is like the joke efficiency of like how many jokes like per like minute they yeah, fit per minute, that yeah. movie. It's like because it's a lot for me with bottoms. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Some don't check- land, but some do. For sure, I was just checking. Um, this movie came out in August, and I still can't find the Blu-ray for this movie. There's There's no release for it yet, unfortunately. Yeah. Hell, <laughs> oh, that's crying, crazy. But, ugh, yeah. yeah. Um, also, Nicholas uh, Dalzantine uh, as Jeff in this movie is fucking hilarious. Um, the football player. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, this he's also um, uh, Rachel's first like official writing credit, right? For any movie. Was she a writer on Shiva Baby? I don't think so. It was just um, oh, okay. Emma. That was such a good movie. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nice. Number number six. Saltburn. I'm kidding. Probably not. Um, holdovers. Yeah, holdovers has to come up here very soon. So I'm going holdovers. Or an anatomy of, of a fall. American I was wondering right. how many people saw anatomy. Anatomy and holdovers are coming up very soon. I would assume. Yeah. Number six, we have. We're on be... with chapter four. Oh, sweet. Nice. nice. Great. I did not see this coming. Edger, I think, had this the highest of anyone. Yeah. What is number two? At? Four, I think. <laughs> Oh, I Edgar. I also had it at four. So, yeah, nice. best Berlin scene in, of the year, twenty twenty three. Berlin. But yeah, this movie is great. Um, I don't know how. Like, I've, <laughs> I, I feel like at this point, any franchise, like, any franchise like this, would probably be like falling off. But like, they just keep reinventing themselves with how crazy they can go with the action and like with the even the story, the character arc for John Wick. Um, I love this movie. I it's one of the only. Uh, movie that I rewatched like maybe twice, I think twice in the movie theater. But um, but yeah, this movie is amazing, and the entire third act of this movie is just like pure adrenaline, and um, and 
is this might be one of my favorite performances of uh, Keanu Reeves in any movie, not just like the yeah. John Wick. Movie, I mean, like, Dracula. <laughs> I mean, he's good in that, but like even like just like the little subtleties that he has, like a, in his last scenes, is just great. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, I love this movie, and Kane is one of the best characters of 2023. Donnie Yen's Kane is like instantly likable, surprising amount of depth. I love the last scene between him and uh, Wick in the sunset. Uh, fantastic scene, best scene in the movie, I would say. Um, and yeah, this, that's where that's really what I take out of this movie is Donnie Yen's Kane because every scene that he's in is the best scene in the movie. This movie has Rina Sawayama. It deserves to be in everyone's top five. <laughs> <laughs> and this was her first role, right? Yeah, yeah, she's great. Probably one of the best like movie theater experiences for me, or like movie watching in the theater. Experience. I don't remember like the people around me, but just being like, like when he's like trying to get this, up the stairs and just be like, uh, yeah. oh, like the collective groaning. I'm quiet normally, going, like oh. watching a movie, but I was very yeah. invested. Like it, when he keeps falling, everyone in the theater is like, oh, 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 like just keeps going, <laughs> keeps going. You watched 15 minutes of him getting up there and all the way back down. Also, the sounds of the opening punches yeah, in the theater, was, like, oh, don't forget that. I was about to say that, like, everybody talks about, like, how great the cinematography in this movie is, which it is, but, like, the sound design in this is just great. Like, like even, like, how Trey was uh, mentioning, like, as he's falling off, like, I think the, the sound, the way that they did that, it adds to, like, the whole, like, weight to it, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of the other three movies either. Um, I, I think... Specifically with John Wick three, I can can get like a little bored of yeah. the action at times, um, but with this, I completely did not have that uh, that feeling. There was just so many scenes and sets where like I'm like, this is just this is impeccable. Yeah. Uh, this is so well made, and uh, yeah, that that last act in Paris is just it's just a masterclass in like action movies. It's it's so good, and the fact oh. that. Keanu says like 270 words or whatever. It's like, who cares? <laughs> that adds to it, you know? It's legendary stuff. Yeah, John Wick thinking... as a series for me, um, they've progressively gotten better. Like, I, I thought mm. one was fine. I thought two was good. I really like three. And I think four is easily the best one. Um, yeah. So. Action is just unreal. Uh, at, at three hours, like, you'd think it would like, lose focus at one point, but no, you're captivated the whole time and the set pieces are so unique to each other and yeah just on the technical front it's scars guard was pretty good too yeah mm-hmm. yeah i was about to say is he the best villain of the franchise i think so easily i don't even remember any other villains yeah so. what are the other ones yeah the um, first one i guess i kind of remember just the guy from, from game of thrones or yeah. Whatever. oh yeah true um don't kill his dog <laughs> yeah Oh, and then the the character with the with the dog in uh, this one was really good. Oh, too. I love that. that was yeah, a little nice side character. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was a nice little addition to it, to like the the lore, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this has is anyone cool. seen the Continental? The no. Series? Nope. Oh, yeah, it was nope. bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. All right, number five. Top five for getting into it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we're missing Guardians. <laughs> Spider-Verse, Holdovers, Anatomy, Past Lives, and Oppenheimer. That's five. Which guys. are my top six movies, mm-hmm. and then this was four. So so using my you know my ingenuity, I, I think I think five <laughs> I think anatomy will fall. 
I think anatomy. I think five is, is anatomy. Four is Spider Verse. Three holdovers. Two, Oppie. One past lives. Is, is Iron Claw not in this? Yeah, I was about to say, is that in May December? Oh. How is Iron Claw not in this? It wasn't in my top ten. <laughs> this is the interesting. Or the boy Maharen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy Maharen. Boy Maharen has to be in it because Josh. Oh shit! Wait, wait, wait! You said no more Josh? ties, Josh? No more ties. Wait, wait. There's going to be a full-on revolt. I need to. <laughs> okay. I, I need to see everyone's list. If, I'm blaming wow. Nathan. There's no way Spider Verse on this list. So there's no way. I'm Nathan blaming had again Ant Man one. <laughs> the Marvel. Nathan had Gran Turismo over Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> gamer too. I did it. Nathan shared right, his top number ten five. list. Number five. It's it's wild. This one actually surprised me that actually made it on in this high, and I love that it did. Now I'm fall. Okay. Okay. Hey. <laughs> Probably because we had it all high, but like a lot of people haven't seen this yet. But like people that did see it had it high, so it was probably what is it for it. you? I don't it is number three for me. Ooh, it keeps three. moving though. Number I keep three being, for like, me it as well. Six, yeah. and then it like went up to four. Three. It was like seven. It was like like eight for me, and now it's six. Like it's. It just good. sticks with you, like yeah. We talk like I love a good, I love a movie that'll make you talk with the person that you saw it with, and be like, mm -hmm. and we just discussed a bunch. Was like, did she do it? Like that yeah. was the whole car ride home, and we had different. It never gives you a clear interpretation yeah. too. It yeah. like leaves yeah. you. It's like frustrating in a way, but just this, just, I think it's probably like Past Lives is my favorite movie, and so I'm gonna say it's my favorite script. But I think this is the best script of the whole year. Yeah, it's very tight. Yeah. The direction too is yeah. also like incredible. the acting, man. The the dog in the sun. I mean, obviously, <laughs> yeah. like Ooh, the, the parents are great too, and the lawyer, and then the other weird the prosecutor, ensemble, prosecutor honestly, who like, looked like a priest. Yeah. <laughs> looked like a priest. That dog is honestly like a priest. Top, it's just French court. I mean, yeah, the priest. Um, yeah, I think she deserves a sectress nomination. Oh yeah. Um, we'll see, but. Film. It'll be criminal. And did she do it? <laughs> uh, did she do it? I don't think she did. I don't think she did. But now I'm saying it, I'm like, did she do it? That's um, what's <laughs> great about this movie, though. It leaves you like wondering. My only thing. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I, I was gonna say the movie really ponders like the unknown of it all, but also really gets into the idea of complicated relationships and how well can you know a person via just like one argument scene which the argument scene was great but like yeah, even the like audience the year almost we don't know much about these people um like we get a lot of it from told from milo from sandra's character and we, we never really hear from the husband obviously he's dead but it's like it, it's very interesting to gleam how well do you know a character or, or just somebody you know in general based off of just hearsay or the people that you do know um, that, that idea kind of lingers throughout the whole movie in a very interesting way. Yeah, Milo was incredible. Like, support, I mean, he should be a supporting actor nominee, in my opinion. He's a really yeah. good kid in this movie. Um, One of the better, Snoop, like, young acting performances I've ever seen. Honestly. For sure. Um, Snoop, again, like Josh said, a great, great actor. I don't know about top 30, but uh, he's good. Um, and yeah, the, I, the, I adore this movie. The, like, the Advil scene, like, come on. That's such a good scene. That oh my god, that um, broke my heart. How yeah, did they do it? I, we that was rough. That might be the. Oh most yeah, I was like, almost started crying, and then he was okay, so I was okay. Whew. But um, the 
the son's speech at the end, like it makes you mm. question, like, is he making that up? Like, yeah, like, he had decided. He's like, I made my decision. So it's like, did he then like fabricate this story to like help his mom be innocent because he already lost his dad? Like, it's just so many things. That's so a good point, questions. Jess. That's a good point. Like, it, it flashes back to that car ride between Milo and the dad. But you're like, did that scene actually happen? Can we believe this narrator? It's like, it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah anatomy, like, anatomy for me is like number six of the year, I think. Um, I feel like if I rewatch this movie, it might climb to my top three. Just because, like, again, like everybody has said, like, I haven't stopped thinking about it since I've seen it. And it's just one of those movies where, like, um, the whole, like, um, what, what would you call it? Um, unreliable narrator um, trope is just used to the absolute max from every single character. It's just beautifully told of how, like, we fabricate our own realities and how we can, like, convince ourselves of, like, what we believe. And if we can convince other people to believe the same thing, it's just, like, it's just a, yeah. such a great script. It probably is the best script of the year. It's and, also like I was captivated yeah. from my beginning to end, and that's rare for me for like one of these courtroom dramas. Yeah. Like it's the fact that I was able to do that and be as like interesting and thought provoking and just entertaining to watch is really impressive. Definitely, and I think the ability for it to be unknown and not know who did it made the courtroom scenes that much more powerful. Because the prosecutor, usually in these courtroom dramas, a prosecutor, the person going against our main character is usually just like an antagonist where like, obviously you're wrong. So why is he, he's so annoying, but this time he's doing he his job, right? He's doing French his job. court is wild. Right. <laughs> and yeah, French court is crazy. And you know, he could have been right. So all of his scenes, while you're still rooting for Sandra in a way, all of his scenes are still very powerful, still very entertaining and not in an, in a uh, annoying way. Um, Cause he could have been right. He was spitting some facts or what he believed to be facts. Um, so yeah, I, lo I love the courtroom scenes. I just thought about something. It's like French, it made it seem like French courtroom, like trials or whatever are like reality show, like, like, um, <laughs> reunions or something where people are all sitting and people can just like start talking. Like, and it's just, any, it's like chaos. Yeah. yeah. I think this is also one of the only films so far that us five have all been in our top tens, right? Oh, yeah. Good point. Yep. This is my number yeah. seven. And then you guys said three, four, five. So interesting. Yeah. It was such a good movie. Oh, uh, yeah. But now I'm so we confused, Josh. I don't know what's four through one. I'm going to be sad know. if the Iron Claw isn't, isn't in this list, which, is, which is not going to be. Yeah. I don't think it is. But I, I do love We can talk about it after the list because I do adore yeah. Iron Claw. It, it's, not, yeah. it's in my number uh, 23. I like the Iron Claw. I see not as many people have seen it yet. Yeah. came out during Christmas. People were opening up presents. Uh, it's such a it's such a feel good movie. I don't know why people wouldn't want to see it over the holidays. <laughs> with their family. Yeah. Take your brothers. Right. Take your brothers. number four. And I'm very happy this got this high. Oh, so it's boy in the hair. Hold over. Veil in the hair. There we go. Spider Verse is not. It oh, was I'm number two nervous. for me. I think it was really high for Jess as well. That. Mm -hmm. Um and some I think number it was Carson's two. number one. Yeah, number two. Wow, Carson. Okay. I this this movie is one of the most beautiful things I've seen. Uh, I I love Hayao Miyazaki's movies personally. He hasn't made a bad one yet, and this movie is just really powerful for me. What what what? 
I'm Which kidding. one? I was, I was joking. No, <laughs> Dang, okay. Um, this movie is really powerful, and the animations is stunning, and it's it's just it's the best. I love these movies so much. This movie... I need to rewatch this. I feel yeah. like a lot of it went over my head when I saw it. Um, I think I was trying to figure this one out definitely... the reality of yeah, it, in which you just you can't do. Yeah, for sure. So Trey, I'm gonna definitely rewatch this because I have it 13th, and that's like without understanding. I feel like a lot of the movie. Trey, I think it would really benefit from a rewatch. I adore, you know, I adore anime. I adore Miyazaki. I saw it once, and then I was like, okay, how do I feel about this movie? Because I was still like pondering certain sequences yeah. and my interpretation of them. But now I saw it again, and it went to a number 10 on my list here. Um, and I, I love this movie. Josh and I were doing, I don't want to spoil any nominations, but, uh, you know, I, I'll just say I, I adore Miyazaki's direction in this. It's very uh, underrated in terms of, uh, like, how people direct animation. But even the storytelling is very unique, even for a Miyazaki film. Like, it has your Miyazaki template in terms of a lost child going into an unknown world outside of his reality. But in terms of his character arc, the way he handles depression, the way he moves about uh, certain characters and the connections that they have with uh, also Mahito. the way this movie like comments on legacy too from Izaki himself. And is there so many yeah. different themes going on here? Like there's a lot to take in. It, it's very interesting because it, it ponders the idea of a legacy from, you know, the creator character, the great grandfather, if you will. But also, it's a very interesting coming of age. So it's two different ends of the spectrum. In and also of, like, processing grief of his mother, too. And there's just yeah. a lot going on here. Yeah, that was the, those were the parts that kind of I enjoyed the most. And the beginning, like, you kind of just got to, like, trust and, like, be patient. Because the, in the beginning, you know, you get a little very restless. Slow. It's very slow. And then, it, like, it just all of a sudden, like, it hits you towards it's, the end. The, the last... 40 minutes of this movie are very over very overwhelming to me in terms of like so, like Definitely. it's kind of the opposite of the beginning it's like there's so much happening and that's where i feel like i do need a, a rewatch i feel like a rewatch would definitely help you with that we yes. i don't know like, me we sure. saw this without like just in uh japanese like with subtitles and i feel like sometimes when you're reading so much it can kind of go over your head versus hearing it mm-hmm. um, the english dub like that, hearing it with like english uh audio kind of helped me understand it a bit more too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and also like i've seen more um miyazaki movies than trey has and so it's like i think i've seen what like five with this six i don't remember we've counted before yeah but like it the storytelling like you start to get more familiar with like how the movies are paced and stuff i think mm-hmm. i feel like this is very much like a like a very like a combination of like wind rises and spirit away i'm feeling like with some other elements in there too yeah i would recommend wind rises after seeing this movie yeah. as well um yeah yeah that's one i have not seen yet but oh it's really good uh my favorite What's the one? Uh, I just watched it over the summer with the little girl in the lighthouse. You know what I'm talking about, man. Um, I, I don't know if that's Ghibli or just like another person who did it, but um, I, I just did a I ranking of all my. Oh, uh, when Marnie was there. Have you guys? Oh, seen I haven't seen the other Ghibli movies besides. That wasn't Miyazaki, but yeah, yeah, I got lost there. But yeah, I think um, Ghibli as a whole uh, is outstanding, and this this would be a great like end. Ghibli, but I'm so happy that he's doing another one. Yeah, it's it's very much like a, even though it's not his last movie, it's very much like could be Miyazaki's final film, and it works really mm-hmm. well. As that. For sure. Oh, uh, Joe Hizashi's score. Oh, oh 
best score of the year for me. It is just a masterpiece. I think it is. Beautiful. It might be mine as well. Yeah. Yeah. My nitpick though is I hate the title. I wish it was still How Do You Live? Like the boy yeah. in the hair, and it's like so very like, basic. Not... Too many of those. And it's not descriptive of like what the story is about in any way. How like, do you live with Woodburn? It's like not right? really even a main character. Yeah. Like it's very it's like Pixar like but... title. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> the boy in the heron. I think the problem with that is, is like uh how do you live? was the title of an actual book and they didn't want it to be i think this was an adaptation of that when it's just like very loosely in the movie like the book mm-hmm. how do you live fair maybe. enough fair enough yeah. um was it called this in japan too or was it, it called was, how do you yeah, live? it was how do you live in japan okay yeah i mean they should have kept it uh yeah I, I it's like ooh intrigue and mystery versus yeah a great title yeah it's okay I will say though, in the in the English dub, uh, Robert Pattinson as a heron, very inspired performance. Very it's crazy. it's funny because I didn't really like the lighthouse when I saw it. Like it's like him and you know him and Willem Dafoe and like having that sort of relationship because they're both in this, right? <laughs> in yeah, Dafoe is the the bird that dies. I didn't that by the outhouse. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, that's funny. They're both in it again. I didn't know but, Dafoe was in this. Okay. My question is, does Miyazaki hate birds or love birds? Because there's maybe a both. <laughs> He's like, I love sharks. I'm terrified. I, I don't ever want to go in the ocean, but I love sharks. They're very interesting, but I don't want to be near them. Maybe he just like hates parakeets. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this this movie is so uh, special. I, I love this movie. Dave Bautista as the parakeet teen also. I'm... Oh, he is. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I think I'll only watch the dub when I get the Blu-ray. The dub is really good. That Spider Verse isn't going to be in the top top it, three. It's going to be in here, Josh. I'm going to. No, no, I'm going to come have, across. We have Slice, Holdovers and Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer and, maybe and the Holdovers was was on everyone's list. But there's no way. There's no. I, I'm putting my Who fix the people down. There's no here way. Don't have Spider Verse in their top ten. There That's, is a way, Evan. There's no way. It was my number one. It was Nathan number one. It was uh, uh yeah, the Nathan you know, one is people. not helping, but it's my <laughs> it's my three. If Spider Verse is not three. on this list, I'm fighting. It's, it's my eight. Number it's three, F- we have Spider Verse. Come on, and we're not Let's go. Let's the holdovers go. didn't make it. Yeah, Wait, the holdovers not make this. That's insane. Who has not seen holdovers? A lot of people. Holdovers is not on my top ten. Whoa! It's the 12th. Barely missing. Holy shit! It, it, I'm feeling about holdovers the way Evan feels about this movie. It's 21. I, mean, I love <laughs> 21. 21, Evan. And that's it, it grew recently, too. It was lower. Holdovers is my five. It's my number five or six, too. It's my number 11 because it was like, it was good. Like, I, I loved it too. I, there's just a lot of movies I love this year. Everyone, I, I watched it with my family on Christmas Eve and they all loved it too, which is nice. You guys are crazy. Anyway, let's talk about this masterpiece of a movie. One of the best sequels of all time. Spider-Verse to Spider-Man. Yes, yes, yes. Spider-Man across Spider-Verse. I just saw this again recently. We did a commentary on Mike Abati. Go watch it, like and subscribe. But um, <laughs> this, this was a great movie. I've probably seen this the most times out of anything last year this is like my or it was like my sixth time watching this movie because i saw it four times oh, wow. in theaters I'm then, four times i think we i think i've seen it three times i've seen it twice 
Because I remember I was going to go see uh, some other indie movie, like, in whatever, a month or two after this movie came out. I couldn't go see that, so I went to go see Spider-Man again. Oh, you、uh, had to. I, I just had to. I was like, I'm already here. I'm not going to go home. I'll just, you they know, really I'll pulled、go. your arm there, huh, Evan? They, they really did. They were like, you know what, Evan? You're going to go see Spider-Verse.、Uh. Anyways,、uh, this movie is incredible. The Gwen and Miles relationship is peak fiction. I love it so much. Both great characters. Both go on. Incredible character arcs, character journeys. Just because it is a part two, just because there is to be continued, doesn't mean Miles's journey is halted or stopped. I think he comes to a great conclusion, even though he is talking to Earth Forty、uh, Two Rio. I think what he says to her at the end of the movie really helps、uh, complete his internal character arc about acceptance, about moving forward, about being comfortable with who you are under the mask. You know, Spider-Man Part One's about like.、Uh, Anyone can be Spider-Man. Part two is about how do you be Spider-Man? How do you live? I'm kidding. No, but um, I think、uh, Miles's journey is just very good. And then Gwen being like the prologue, being in the prologue of the movie, seeing her journey first was an incredible decision. I really like that decision. And then seeing her journey is probably the most clear journey in the movie in terms of starting the band and that whole、uh, relationship with her dad is very interesting. Oh my gosh, that was the most surprising aspect of the movie because I like her relationship with the dad in the comics, but what they did her, what they did here with、uh, Captain Stacy was very surprising. The parentage theme as well、uh, was very strong with Rio and、uh, Jeff, and then、uh, Captain Stacy was very strong. Even、uh, the villain,、uh, in a way, antagonist in、uh, what's it called,、uh, Spider-Man 2099, Miguel. He was a parent as well, and his, you know. What he does, kind of problematic, not great.、Um, but he had a very interesting role in this movie, and I can't wait to see what he does in the last one.、Um, in general, I just I love this movie. Animation, direction, the writing.、Uh, I love this movie to death. I, I could speak. Is this your、it. number one? Right. Oh yeah, easily. It, it wasn't budget. It wasn't budget. Sorry, Abby. It wasn't budget. No. I love this too. I, I don't love it as much as the first one, mainly because I think it does suffer a little bit from it being like a, almost like. The first half of a movie because, like, where it ends and stuff.、Um, I think then, it, it overwhelms you with the ending. Stop, stop shaking your head.、Uh, <laughs> I but, mean, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I mean, Dune, Dune ends like it's half a half. It's not half a story. It's but it's half of that story.、Um, but I still love Dune and I still love this. I think the, the animation is great.、Uh, Miguel is a great villain. Him in the the spot,、um, but.、Uh, Yeah, I I love this. I, I haven't seen it in a few months now. I I would like to rewatch it again. I need to get it on Blu-ray. I will、um, say Netflix. I will say the 4K Blu-ray of this looks stunning. Great. Yeah, I、oh, got the 4K recently. It is gorgeous. Oh yeah.、Um, oh, and the score, by the way, Daniel Pemberton's score is great. I like the movie. I think it's the best part of the movie. The score is incredible. Yeah. Spider Punk is great. Spider Punk is great. Um. Greta Lee voices a character in this as well.、Um, oh yeah, Greta Lee is a、uh, Lyra,、uh, the AI. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, great film. Great movie, great movie. I'm so happy you made、it's, the list. You know, yeah, holdovers. The thing for me is that like as a whole, it's really good, but it doesn't have the highs of the first movie for me. Like the the what's up danger scene is just nothing will top that.、Mm-hmm. I don't think it's just the first movie, but the first movie is like. The best comic book movie yeah, ever. Yeah, like yeah. it's, it's difficult to 
it's so hard for me because because I adore the first movie. And the first movie, in in a sense, is a more complete movie. Um, but there's so many scenes in this one where I'm just like, oh, I love this scene. Like like just in general, like the Captain Stacy when he's trying to arrest her in the very first five minutes of the movie is really impactful for me. Um, I don't know if this is if any scene's as good as What's Up Danger, but I think this has more highs than the first one. Might not have the biggest high, but it has like a variety of highs. Uh, compared to the first one the opening with Gwen and her dad is just it's so powerful and I I love every time we get to experience Gwen's world and just the artistic style of it um is really interesting to me and I, I love the the pinks and blues and Gwen as a character I think probably is the most interesting character in this movie uh yeah. so I I love that she's kind of leading this new group to get Miles back so I, I'm really excited for when the next one comes out in seven years Oh my gosh! So you're telling me like, Beyond the Spider Verse is easily my most anticipated movie. I can't think of anything else. I'm of the decade, to see of, of the decade so far. Like uh, it, it was going to be Mission Impossible Eight, but uh, something happened, so it's not Mission Impossible Eight anymore. Um, but you know, Beyond is Beyond is a good uh, good good running here. Um, Evan, this is probably going to be a heart attack, but this is number twenty six on my list. Poof. Oof, that's uh, it's wrong. That just doesn't show like how many movies I love this year, though. Like, that's I still really yeah. enjoy this movie. There's a lot of I great. Assume, I assume Oppenheimer is two. I think it's two. Yeah, I think it's two. Uh, <laughs> even though it's my number, it is my number two actually. Um, but I think, you know, given everybody else's list this year, it would probably be number one on everybody else's list. But we liked a certain movie more, I think, as a whole group here. So I think number two. Yeah. Right, number two, we have Oppie. Painful past lives. No, oh, oh. wow, on Oppenheimer. <laughs> Whoa, do I need to? We're blaming the fuck out of Carson because he uh, fucking hasn't seen this movie. Carson hasn't seen Oppenheimer, past lives. was obviously the most seen movie this year. So that yeah. makes sense. I think wow. if, you, if you just had like America vote, Oppenheimer would obviously be one. So, yeah. Okay. Wait, like, is he just had my like, favorite movie. You asked America, like as a whole, every person in this country, what was the best movie of the year? Most people yeah. would say yeah. Oppenheimer. Survey says Oppy. <laughs> but for us, I'm pretty sure everyone here past lives is all number one, right? Besides I, mean, I, I have Oppenheimer ahead of past lives on my, but just it's barely like Oppenheimer's okay. two, past lives is three for me. So Jess hates Oppenheimer. Guess what Oppenheimer is for me? Twenty five. <laughs> Not that bad. I mean, it's fifteen. It is number 15? twelve. So, interesting. How many movies have you seen, or did you see last year? Uh, I have thirty-four on my list. Oh, oh, that's halfway. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, you're wrong. Yeah, past lives is phenomenal. Trey and I will we'll just text start. each other about it and like send videos. Be like, look at this video of them talking about it. Like, oh, such a good. Movie. I, 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 st- I still don't own this movie on Blu-ray because I like, you know how we're gonna do the A twenty four is gonna do that special. Package. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. waiting for that because I don't want to double buy it. Although, I, will, I guess why not? Um, I, I did. But... I, I, I did. I got the original one. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, I bought the freaking. It was on sale look. for like eleven dollars. It's got. cheap. Yeah. I know. It's like ten bucks right now. Mm-hmm. I've listened to the score of this movie more than I've listened to any score of like the last few years. Cool. Uh, this movie is something that I'm pretty sure the runtime is less than two hours, and like because of that, it goes by so fast. And uh, it's 
like I don't feel like any I don't feel like any line or bar in this movie is uh wasted every word that they say to each other like has weight I, I think my most recent review of this was like this is bar for bar the best script of the year in terms of like efficiency um I just I, I love like the beginning it it goes quick you know you're in South Korea for like like five, like six minutes and then you know you're you're back here with Nora and the first time you, I watched this movie I remember when they show that she is married I'm like oh no you know because you're rooting for a hey song like you like just because it's the poster it, it doesn't have her husband in the poster <laughs> although this this poster is fine i just hate the one of them on the subway it, it looks like like a it fits the movie <laughs> it just i don't know it looks weird it looks fake but um yeah past lives is so good the score is so great i i love just hearing um Celine songs talk about this this movie. I love hearing everyone talk about how like Hazong and um what is the husband's name? Anyone remember? Uh he's just like me. I'm not sure. Uh, Arthur. Um Hazong and, and Arthur, like those actors didn't meet until that scene, which is incredible. Like they didn't when they did zoom and everything, they didn't see each other's faces, they didn't know who that was, and that's such an organic way to just direct. Mm-hmm. Um and uh yeah, it, it, this movie I think should I think connects with so many people. Showed it to my family. My mom loved it, which I wasn't expecting that because she hated the ending of uh, La La Land because they wasn't you know happy or perfect or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's but. like we all not, like we're not immigrants, like so we don't connect to that experience. But it's like the connection. What like, ifs? or like what is and the, and it like the oh gosh. The Korean term that they use, I forget what it is. In- in- Inyan or something. Inyan, yeah. Like that concept, like it took a while because we've, I've seen it twice and I would like to see it more, but we watched it twice. So the second time around that part, like really like hit me and like thinking about like their discussions in bed, like her and her husband. I, you dream in Korean, you dream of, of you dream in a, in a language that I can't that understand. That bed scene is like, like heartbreaking. Oh. Oh my gosh. Top season of the year. It's so beautiful. And it's like funny at times. Oh, the first time we watched it, do you remember that woman that was like kept talking? There we we saw it and you know, there was this woman that sat next to us and and she would go, "Mm," you know, about like about like like she would have vocal reactions. She was like, Oh no, like like Like, what is a horror movie? (laughs) Someone who was just reacting to the whole thing, like their own camera. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I adore this movie. Um, I, I think it's one of the most beautiful movies about connection. It reminds me of this movie called uh, Columbus from 2017. Yes, um, Evan. Columbus is so good. Haley Lou Richardson. Um, oh, yeah. Phenomenal movie. Yes. <laughs> Shut up. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, I agree with Jess, where it's like, I can't like really connect with their experience, but the idea of like, what ifs and romantic connections and all that is just really profound and really moving to me and i adore like every single scene in this movie and how it builds up their connection the uh when they were like facetiming or zooming each other it's one of my favorite just a uh, sequence of events i've ever seen and it's also very heartbreaking as well and then this the new york scene where they're going throughout all their like uh all of the uh sites in new york was excellent um, and then the bar scene to introduce the movie with that bar scene to zoom Genius. in there 
and then to come back to it when once you've learned about all three of their connections and relationships and thoughts on the matter just perfect storytelling um and then that final scene is probably one of my favorite scenes of the decade so far like oh, holy shit like tears the way, tears the the way it connects to the beginning when like uh um, and Laura are in the car driving away like from their date or whatever and it shows mm. him there and then at the end when it shows the same angle but it's just him like yeah dude what, oh talked about how like a timeline normally goes from like left to right so when they're walking back to like the uber they're walking left like he, back he, into the past yeah. oh my god it's like forward she's like going back to the like present she's, she, moment and she's, she's like, going right back. to her future and he's going left to the past behind and then she starts crying and it's like oh my gosh oh shit man that is oh. what i'm saying it's so efficient it's like less than two hours which i love I, just, I, I love a nice short movie, and yes. it's just- I've been it's saying a, this for years. Short <laughs> movies are the best. Dude, I watched a movie, what is it called? Um, Rye Lane, 80 minutes, perfect runtime. Writer Summer Day, I watched that movie. That was four hours, man. That oh, was, shit. That was four hours. Edward Yang, pretty good movie, but. Yeah, and then like similar efficiency when like she's going to um like canada like immigrating and they're like saying goodbye like he doesn't say goodbye um but like they like go off two separate literally that like shot. two separate paths yeah oh genius again like yeah i see it <laughs> even the fact that she's walking upstairs and he's staying flat like he's not mm. like Oof. getting any higher he's just staying the same she's like at least moving up like oh god none of this has been this isn't the first time anyone has said these things, but it's it's just so good. So yeah, this movie is also like my favorite movie of the year, and just I I'm really impressed that this is a directorial debut from Celine Song. That is insane to me. Like how insane, how is yeah. this someone's first movie? It's so well directed and so well written. Oh, and uh, you know I was watching you know actress roundtables. This is Greta Lee's first like lead role, starring role, right? Starring role in Rolling, yeah. Which is crazy. I, when she said that, I was like, I looked up her uh, past movies. I'm like, oh my god! Like it's all been supporting, TV. yeah, supporting in TV. Even in TV, she's supporting. She's yeah. um, uh, in the morning show, but that's supporting. Yeah, Russian Doll. She was supporting. Girls? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was in Girls. Mm-hmm. What what season? Yeah. I don't know. I don't I remember, think. but there, we were watching like an interview. I need to watch and oh, like, I liked Girls a lot. Girls was a good. I was like, show. Oh my gosh, um girl season three in particular very good season than girls anyways um yeah so hopefully this means more movies for celine song but especially like more lead roles for greta lee i need her to be in everything you yeah. can tell this story means a lot to her and I, I love the like genre of female filmmakers first movie being semi-autobiographical ladybird to say ladybird mm -hmm. um after sun Oh, um, speaking like, my language. I'm just saying, like they, you can tell these are all stories that they're very, um, they know very well. So I'm sure every year, A24's director that's the movie about about themselves is my favorite movie of the year. So, A24 has been my favorite movie year for the past four years. It's crazy. Unfortunately, we're not beating the A24 allegations on yeah. this podcast, but <laughs> it's very valid. Yeah, we should do another. Green Night. Everything everywhere. Mm -hmm. Four things with searchlight. 
Okay. We should do another like A24 top 10. I wonder how much that has changed. Yeah, yeah. they put a lot of movies. Yeah. But uh, Josh, did we do top 10 2022 movies? Yeah, we did. Yeah, every and every was our, was our number one on this. Yeah. Um, the the uh, Republic of Texas and California. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, number one. Let, let's talk about it. Copy. What more is there to say? <laughs> Cinema. Uh, that Nolan guy, pretty good, right? I think he's, I think he's up and coming. He's really good. Yeah, he should direct some Batman movies. Came out he should, yeah. We were like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be the crazy. shot of him in black they and white putting the hat on. Yeah, <laughs> it delivered. But I just remember the hype for it was insane. I remember the hype, and I'm like, can it be that good? I think Josh Edgar Knight did our like a. Uh, I think it was, was it? better than I was expecting it to be. Yeah, we, we did our draft for like the second half of 2023, and I was like, I think I got Oppenheimer like third. No pick one wanted to pick like, it. You got it as your last pick. pick. Yeah, because I was like, is it going to be great? Like he's coming off of Tenet, which I did not like, and then Dunkirk, which I did not like, and I, I'm like, okay, uh, how good is it going to be? But it's incredible. Because like, it's more than just the bio. Which is like what we thought it would be, just be like a, a straightforward bio, but just way more than that. It's way more like sub- subversive. Exactly. Yeah, and every performance is peak in this movie. Just like every, it's, it's a true ensemble performance. Even though uh, Killian Cillian, like he's great and he's definitely the lead, and his arc and his role and how he changed at the film is very good as well. Um, but yeah, I, I loved everybody else in this movie too. Robert Downey Jr. is masterful. In this movie, that I always think back to the table scene, which, the side breath thing he does is, is that's winning him the Oscar. That right there, as it should. <laughs> um, it's so good. Like the one where he says, "Like uh, there's a traitor in Los Alamos," and he's talking smirk. about the whole thing. The smirk. It's like the way he moves his face, and then like he'll like bend his neck and like do stuff w- with his jaw, like express yeah. his anger and stuff. It's so good. Like. Yeah, my my favorite sporting role of the year. Me too. Me too. Billion versus Giamatti is tough for me. I, I don't. I would my, my personal preference is Paul Giamatti, but I we we just rewatched. I probably say that past, too. Yeah. This past week and like, Cillian Murphy's performance is like career best for sure. Mm-hmm. It's like so layered and it's, he's the perfect casting for this because he's like mm-hmm. someone who expressed. You know, there's more behind his eyes, like going on in his head than he conveys with his words and Cecilia Murphy as an actor I feel like always has that um but the cast is just yeah this cast is great I remember when the first picture of the set came out from this and it was Matt Damon and Cillian Murphy and um uh who's the guy from the boys who was also the animated voice oh uh fuck there's not the J it was those three walking and then you would suddenly just be like Josh Peck has been added to the cast of Oppenheimer. It's like, what is this movie? And everyone's giving a great performance. Josh Peck does a great performance. It's like, no, no, I don't think he's a bad actor or anything. It's just, you know, we all know him from Drake and Josh, but he was great. As the woman on this podcast, I do have to bring up my nitpicks. Um, and that is just the female characterization. Not great. Um, might be accurate to the book. I didn't read it. <laughs> But, um, you know, Emily Blunt's character doesn't have much. Like, she does a lot. Like, the actress herself, great performance. She did what she was working with, but she wasn't given that much. Uh, And same with Florence Pugh, just there to be, yeah, 
that character. I, I agree on Emily Blunt, like being a lock for supporting actress nomination, is still baffling to me. Yeah. She, well, like, she, the, she, the scenes she does have are really fucking good, though. But there's just she's not great. She's a, yeah. She's great. I'm with Jess, though. Like, her arc isn't the like the cleanest arc out of all the characters. Like, why does she have to be a bad mother? Like, is that accurate? Maybe, but like, yeah. she's like straight up says she hates her baby in it, and it just rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, yeah. no one's For got sure. mommy issues. So, <laughs> you can't yeah. tell me he doesn't. Have you seen Inception? Ma'am, or sir, for a dollar, name a woman. Uh, Christopher Nolan's. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I can't think of a great Nolan woman character off the top of my head. Um, Dark Knight Rises. I'm kidding. No, <laughs> not great, Bob. Um, um, so he still has. To... I mean, Elizabeth Debicki. No, I wasn't right. talking about the Tenet. Oh, yeah, Debicki. Is there something there? Inception was okay. Like her. What? Did she get like? No, no, no. She would like the female character in Inception was okay. No, he's dead. Wife. Oh, she, like... yeah. But she's like she's dead in the movie. It's like yes. nah. This is killing women. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sorry. I love hysteria. It's a great movie. Um, <laughs> technically astonishing. Yeah. Um, the way it starts and, and ends kind of on that shot of the rain. Um, and the man, the Ludwig score. Like, oh god! I know, I know we all like every year that goes by. We're, we're like, man, this Ludwig Gorgensen guy. He's Every year he's, he's doing one of the like, best to ever do it right year before, and like I think this is his, I think this is his best score ever. I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I think in I, general this might for me this is the best score of the year. I know you guys said past lives, but for me this is. The I best think score like I will I will not be mad that it's winning the score. Like, yeah, it, the score isn't more yeah. memorable. It's the score is more uh, memorable than past lives for sure. Like this is a score where I'm like, what's gonna What's going to beat this this year? What's going to be the Oppenheimer score of 2024? That's what I'm very curious to see. You drive uh, on the hallway listening to Trinity Chess. Yes. <laughs> Trinity Chess is great. Uh, the, uh, what's it called? The Lonely Shoe Salesman. I love that score. Great. I love a uh, Fusion. That was a really like, ominous. American Prometheus, also a good track. Destroyed yeah. of Worlds. I don't know the names of <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm surprised they do. The music is the main one, right? That's his like... Yeah, that's the one I remember. It's just, yeah, it's so good. Just a random note about this movie. The Trinity Test itself, I love, because we rewatched it pretty recently. 4K of this? When they show it, and they show, like, the explosion happen, like, and, you know, the cut the sound out. But then when they show everyone, like, they show the explosion from their perspective, which I thought was interesting. Like rather than showing it from afar, it's like you only get to see it and how they saw it. Like each person saw it. Benny Safdie with the is like, is it rubbed in? Yes. (laughs) The sunscreen. (laughs) One of the rare times I laughed. Yeah, I think like also like for this movie, like it's probably the best editing of the year. I was uh, just Jennifer Lame. Like my god, like I was like looking at some of her interviews. uh, One of the few that they are out there, and uh, her first project was with Tenon, and just like her telling the story of like. Well, I now have to figure out how to make this thing work that I don't even understand myself. And then <laughs> and then seeing her like just like so like expertly like put all of these pieces mm-hmm. together because it's on first view and I don't think this movie hits you as hard as it the second because it's very overwhelming with it's there's a lot of like information yeah. overload. First um, act's a lot. Yeah. And the second this on, on on a second view, I mean it's just like every little 
tiny little detail like one of my favorite parts of the movie just from a visual standpoint is that um when um when an uh, Oppenheimer is talking about like um I forgot uh, Florence Pugh's character's name. Um, but when she dies, she he gets the news that she's dead, and it just like very quickly cuts to that uh, shot of the shower with the with like men and gloves, and just like implication of her being murdered and not killing herself. Like it's just those little details in the editing that just makes it like really like pop for me. If this movie isn't edited as well as it is, I don't. I think it could be not like a disaster, but really messy. Because like we have so many different timeline things kind of have like it's 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 linear to an extent but not all the all like the whole way through. Yeah. Yeah, like I use a black and white too. Towards the beginning, like you see him and like you see the scene of them like people on the bleachers like celebrating and like they're like stomping their feet and like that hasn't happened yet in the movie. So we're like seeing that scene early, but then like it happens late. Like it's just thrown in there. It's like, oh, so this is what he was thinking about, oh, and yeah. it is not linear, basically, but it yeah. makes it clear. I agree. Oh, also, like shout out to David Crumoltz from the you know Santa Claus movies. Uh, he's <laughs> he great. great this. Yeah. <laughs> First, I was like, he's is great. that him? And then I didn't know, and then it was him, the guy from the Santa Claus is lawyer or no? Was he his lawyer? Sure. Yeah, I forget. But yeah, this is like again a true ensemble. Everybody was incredible. I just I love this movie. I saw it twice in IMAX, which I usually don't uh, see movies twice in that format. I I was uh, blessed to have seen this in IMAX seventy millimeter, and that's just a experience. It's fucking bizarre that this movie, like six months after, is still selling out in IMAX. Yeah, wild. Uh, But yeah, great too. The like hearing Chris Nolan talk about physical media has been really enlightening especially given the recent decision by best buy to just cut all their <laughs> physical media like bozos insane yeah great scene to get off but yeah what a what a great list we, we made here I, i'm so it's so tragic no uh no stopburn no, no holdovers stopper. no holdovers or iron claw yeah, so no are you there god it's me our like our like collective top 16 or whatever of, of the year each or uh if you want to give me one second um okay i do have this real quick oh uh, yeah the tallies uh, uh, no just the a little graphic of our top 10 just to recap. oh wow you fancy huh mm-hmm. i like this uh yeah um <laughs> we have killers of far moon at number 10 uh that should be 10 mm-hmm. why it says one um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Godzilla minus one at number nine. Poor things at number eight. Uh, Darden's of Galaxy Volume three and Bottoms at number seven. John Wick Chapter four at number six. Anatomy of the Fall at number five. The Boy and the Heron at number four. Cross Spider Verse at number three. Past yes. Labs at two. And Oppenheimer at one. This would be a great uh, Best Picture <laughs> list right there. <laughs> um, you know, missing you know a couple key films there, but I would like that top ten. Um, yeah, but yeah, I can uh, bring up our individualists just to take a glance at them. First, we have sure. Jess's. Oh, nice. Here it is. Well, yeah, the great posters. Are you also subscribed to Letterbox? Mm-hmm. Better, po- better posters than Alden. <laughs> wow. We're just, I just, we, I told Alden we have to have an honest conversation about some of his posters, but it's okay. Okay. Um, like, Alden made a Natalie well, of no, the Fall think... in 
French. It's weird. Weird choice why? for that. Why just change the words? A nude default or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are different. Like maybe. Oh, Josh, are you seeing your pick? Yeah, because I don't think I don't think you some of them are mine. I guess is oh, wait, yeah. oh, because yeah. he's on his account. Yeah, yeah. number five is what I chose, but like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, just keep scrolling down. See if if it'll change. It probably won't. I mean, this is just from his point of view. His if you click, yeah. some of them are yours, but like some of them are mine. It's weird. Yeah, if it's you weird. click the individual review of the person, it puffs with the poster. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is any, not any movies that didn't make it. Yeah. Talk about American fiction. I've only seen it once, but I feel like this is just a good movie. Um, a lot of laughs. I could connect with the family aspects of it. Obviously, not the what, other... what, what, what? <laughs> the environment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just any, great movie. any movies this year that you like did not like? Yeah, yeah. What, what did you hate this year? She didn't. Oh, Mario. I saw I didn't a like lot more movies. Air. We had a bad air experience. Air was not my favorite. It was good. Work at. It was very um, generic. Yeah, I haven't seen as many as I have in the past. Where a pretty good movie year, even like Super Mario Brothers, was not offensive to me. So like the my bottom movie is I didn't dislike. It was more this year. I was like, if I think I was gonna not like a movie, I didn't watch it. Jess refused to go mm -hmm. see Godzilla minus one. Wow. Okay, you were ahead of the curve on that. If you'd waited a week and been like, maybe it would, but I don't like Godzilla movies that much, to be honest. I, don't I think you would like this one, Jess. You might, maybe. I'm, it's definitely my favorite Godzilla, and I, I'm not a big fan of them. I like the, the killer I wanted to like more than I did. Yeah. Um, like, it was, I wanted to like, yeah, that's. Me too. Me but too. I like most movies on my list. Like, they're all good. Yeah. All right. Good then, list. Oh, right list. Line. No, Okay. Um, Riley. Ryland feels like it came out two years ago, but yeah. apparently, it's like <laughs> like a pandemic movie. Yeah. Uh, Missing was a lot of fun. I love Missing. Yeah, Missing was great. All right, then we have Trey. Great poster for John Wick. There. That's the yeah. That one's mine. Um, <laughs> let's see. Anything here? I, yeah, I really like December. That was really good. What is 14? Awesome. I don't know what the poster is. Oh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, TMNT was a lot of fun. Enjoyed mm -hmm. that. I really liked um, uh, The Hunger Games. That was so I good. Didn't, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't expect to. Yeah, I kind of dragged you to it, and then it came out, and I was like, so what'd you think? It was think? like sold out in the whole city. And then you were like, I really liked it. I was, I was like, it felt like the prequels, if they were written better. <laughs> um, I'm glad you watched A Fire. A Fire was really good. Interesting ending. Yeah. I don't want to say anything else, but Creed 3 feels like it came out five years ago. Yeah. I mean, for Jonathan Majors, it essentially <laughs> did. Uh, <laughs> everything, I'd say after Poor Things, there's a slight drop off in terms of like. Asteroid City? Yeah, I didn't connect with it as much. Okay. Um, I love Scream 6, though. That, that's, that's Scream 6 is good. Your camp below Chet Tetris is crazy. I'm sorry. What? Fear camp under Tetris, dude. I just don't. I have a an annoyance by theater kids, so <laughs> that movie was tough. <laughs> so extra. Sometimes. You did like what Jeremy Tetris. Jeremy Tetris. Oh, oh, he's so funny in that. He's, we and we had just watched American Vandal, so he yeah. played like the same character in that. Um, Dial of Destiny put me to sleep. Did not <laughs> oh, like that. What are your thoughts on Nimona? Right? 
Nimona was good. I some of the jokes didn't really land for like I don't know. It felt I didn't I didn't love it, as you can see. I didn't like mm -hmm. Chloe Grace Moretz's voice. Really? I thought she was great. Oh, wow. yeah. I loved Cocaine Bear. I loved it. <laughs> you saw Transformers? Yeah, I loved that one too. That one I actually had a fun time. The ending's silly, but <laughs> Even knock at the even knock at the cabin was good. But knock at the cabin is so boring. Is the last two you didn't like, Trey? Yeah, I didn't like Napoleon at all. <laughs> Are you gonna watch I, the miniseries? What? The mini the you know the, the series four hour anyway. cut. The four hour cut, no. whatever it's called. No. No. Is, is it gonna be four me. hours or is it gonna is it gonna divide it between episodes? Double moon make anyone's list. <laughs> it's on I my mean, list. It's not. I watched it. It's on the list, but. Rebel Moon. Oh, I haven't oh, seen Rebel. it. Yeah. I'll wait for the real thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next time, baby. All right. Just four-hour cut thing reminded me of Zack Snyder. That's why I said yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Great May post. December 3. Love to see that. Yeah, yeah, we never really talked about May, December, but that's a really, 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 really good movie. Really. Yeah. yeah. That was another one where I watched and then like I put it pretty far down at first and then I was like thinking about it more and I was like actually moving that one up. on you. Yeah. Great 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 performances. Charles Melton is probably one of my favorite performances of the year. I agree. So. Do you think he, he deserves how did, how did he over like it? poor things actors or Oh, I think no. he's my favorite supporting performance, yeah. Over RDJ over Downey, uh, yeah, he's two for me. He he's he's like one or two between him and Downey. Um, yeah, I, I would put him like he would easily be number five, like between Downey, Gosling, Mountain, uh, Ruffalo. That's four, right? And then five. He is why that movie. Like, I'm a darling. Really with me, just thinking about like that character and. The trauma and getting out of the trauma and like the scene with his son on the roof Ooh. is like really good and it just like is there's a there's a lot to that character. Mm -hmm. Another performance that really doesn't really get talked about as much. Um, uh, and I was I, I think I brought it up like last stream or something. But but Tio Joe in Past Lives is just yeah. It's it's not a loud performance and not very showy, but like. The subtleties that he shows in that movie is just so beautiful, tender, but also tragic at the same time. It's just, it's great. He should be in the top five. Tender performances, Rachel McAdams. I was about to say she Rachel McAdams also yeah. up there. It's funny because I'm like, is she too young for this role? And then I look, like look up how old she is, and I'm like, actually, she's like on the older side. <laughs> like, how old is she? Forty-five. Yeah, forty something. I'm like, dang, she's looking great. <laughs> uh, I thought you had Zone of Interest higher, uh, Edgar. Uh, 14 and 15 are kind of like go back and forth. Yeah. Sanctuary is a movie that I didn't expect to absolutely adore, but Marduk quality in that movie, incredible. Mm -hmm. Priscilla is another movie that is just like amazing uh, i love probably my favorite um costumes and like makeup hairstyling of the year it just adds so much to the storytelling as a whole that talk to me poster holy shit that's a great poster Did you, do you recommend priscilla over um the elvis Boslerman? yeah movie? for sure 
and, and and I like that Elvis movie, but it's definitely a more uh, I don't know fantastical version of reality. <laughs> it's Baz Luhrmann. Yeah. yeah. Tom Hanks show up in Priscilla as well. And Mama, <laughs> he's white. <laughs> Mama. DMNT yeah, was low. Oh, wow. Airs for at 31. Oh, my goodness. Did Taylor Swift over Boy in the Heron? Wait, what? I, whoa, shit. That's crazy. That I, already told a, I, I already told Evan and Josh, but I fell asleep for like five minutes during the beginning of uh, But Boy still. <laughs> I thought the Taylor Swift Airs for real life, and I wouldn't have put that above Boy in the Heron. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they clone Tyrone. So good. Really creative, yeah. How to Have Sex, another really good movie. Great movie. Ferrari, surprisingly good, yeah. Wonka, great. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't see the new Chicken Run. Yeah. Uh, how was anyone but you? Bad. Uh, Edgar liked it, right? Anything but I like good. It. I like it. I Anything but fine. good. <laughs> Anything but good. The Marvels. Two pages. Last. Leave the world. <laughs> what? what is Leave the World Behind? Like, was that? It's a really bad so Netflix hard. movie. It's bad. It's very, really yeah, it's bad. Oh, there's Turned more. You've done more than 100 movies. You saw 126. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the bottom of Edgar's list is so hilarious every year. Uh, Ghosted was a movie. Oh my God. Ghosted. Yeah. You watched Ghosted? Josh is into it. That's a thing that exists. <laughs> Yeah, I was in the same room as Bridget watched it, so I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you just had to log it, you motherfucker. <laughs> Mafia oh, Mama. Mafia Mama might honestly be my one of my favorite movie theater experience of the year because that movie is just so fucking bizarre. Oh my god. Shotgun Wedding, we actually saw that? Oh man. Sorry, I was gonna say the one on the bottom. Do you remember the awful um PR with like Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, that they hate each other. Yeah. Here's the funny thing about that movie: they're barely together in, in the actual movie. They don't. I don't even. Really? They, they might have like two scenes together in the entire thing. So they what is sold it, it about? So basically, she he lives in New York, and I think um, she lives in California or LA. I don't know. And they switch so she can go to school, and he takes care of the kid. And but like it's supposed to be a so rom com, like but no, no, no. It's just like for school shit or whatever, so she can like graduate or whatever. But like it's supposed to be a rom com, but the entire movie is just like they don't spend a single scene together. She's like hooking up with other guys in New York. Like it, like it's like the biggest like lie of a movie that i've seen from netflix the oh. entire year because you see wow. the poster and you think oh a rom-com but it's not <laughs> Damn. Right, we, have, uh, uh, we have my Evan. list right here great list um, love asteroid city the wes anderson fan never heard of it all of us strangers zone of interest is like one of the most singular visions of the year from like as a director standpoint is a harrowing movie is it a is it a tough watch like is it yes Mm -hmm. easier or more difficult than like schindler's list i'd say it's huh i'd say it's it's, schindler's list is like more overwhelming with emotion because like it's that's its goal and it's a laundry movie also whereas interest is very tight and it's very um experimental 
Yeah, it's not like but a it violent really movie. It really hits you with the sound but... design. Yeah. Hmm. And the so, ending too. Josh, did you re? Is this a reorganized list for the? This uh... is for this. Yeah, I'd probably have uh, Zone of Interest at like number eight. Okay. And all the strings mm. at at nine or ten. Got it. Okay. Uh, um, Maestro yeah. eighteen. Yeah. So you I do really some, some fraud to <laughs> to change <laughs> the result. I did. Well, yeah. it just kind of makes. It didn't really help that much. Just like, like one or two points. Yeah. As far as with these rating zero, um, passages really good. It's for like people who love worst person in the world, very similar to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. he actually is the worst person in the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, how to have sets, what Edward was saying, incredible movie, very good debut. Mm-hmm. Hunter Games really surprised me. Uh, Riot Lane is just another great uh, directorial debut, really wonderful rom com. I really like your 26 through 30 there. That's a great list right there. Yeah. yeah. Society of Snow was really good, too. I still need to see that, yeah. Wonka, I had a blast with. Saltburn's fun. Uh, Doesn't really hold up, like, thematically-wise or, like, really plot-wise, but I still have a fun time with it. I wanted wanted Color Purple to hit me harder than it did. I I was surprised. I, I really liked Color Purple. I like the two. I think I have it higher than you, but still, like, yeah, I was expecting to like love it or something. Talk to me, hype. Talk to me is excellent. Best horror movie mm-hmm. in yep. years. Uh, Return to Soul really uh, surprised me. Great uh, debut lead performance. Uh, I actually watched two documentaries this year. Um, Beyond Utopia, really interesting. Marin Symphony, uh, surrounding John Batiste, really, really good. Should I watch Memory? Yes. Okay. Just the Jazz Dance is incredible. Where can you watch that? I think it's in theaters right now. It's in theaters, yeah. I don't know about it. It's distributed by California, but it's entertainment, so like it's not doing well at all. Oh god! You saw Origin when? Uh, It was playing in LA for a week. Wow! It's it's playing right now too here. Oh my gosh! The forty-eight and forty-nine are criminal. Jesus! (laughs) Those are right near your top ten, aren't they? Yeah, my top five. Yeah. Yeah. Fast uh, over Teenage Ninja Mutant. Fast is a fun time. It's bad, but it's fun. It's not better than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, eh. Fast X is good. Uh, reality, really. Is Fast 11 the last Fast X Fast movie, by the way? Or are they doing Fast Probably 12? will be, yeah. I don't know. I always forget. Ask Vin Diesel. <laughs> I don't think they really know. <laughs> um, cool list. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cobweb's a, a really fun horror movie. Knock of the Needle is crazy. Polite Society that low, huh? It was, it was fun. Wish is not good. <laughs> not good, Bob. Um, you saw more than 100 movies? You have a second page, too? I, uh, I saw one of this the motherfucker criticizing it. You both saw Ghosted. Who put a gun to your head? It's, it's not good. Another Armas. That's why her Renfield name is, is probably the most. Little Mermaid that movie. low? Yeah, it's not that bad. What the hell? It did not. Little it's, it's not uh, put a smile on my face. All right, Evan, your Hello. turn. It's so cool seeing my list with new posters. I like <laughs> this. Um, Mission Impossible: Best Decision Making of the Year. <laughs> if that was an award, it would not win it. It's still your number, uh, still that high for you. Huh? Yeah, because I just I I saw it also with Spider Verse. I saw it four times in theaters in one week. Uh, 
Um, in one week. I, I bought the tickets before I knew the decision making. It was, it was like Tross, right? Where I was like, what could they possibly do in Tross? That would make me hate it. And then I saw it four times because I already bought my tickets. Anyways. Um, yeah. Mission's great. Can't wait to see that. Uh, yeah. This was a great year for movies. Talk really to me, good honey. year. I have my Talk to Me Blu ray here, by the way. Great. Great. Um, but yeah. Uh, by the way, if, you, if people have not seen Suzume, Suzume is Grace on Crunchyroll, the anime app. Um, I would recommend really watching Really wacky Suzume. movie. Really you wacky, funny, money. emotional. Heart of Stone is your bottom. Well, uh, probably not. I, I didn't I didn't not. rank it. I didn't rank it properly. But Sound of Freedom is the worst. Um, mm. Yeah. Expendables 4 is also a travesty of an action movie. Admirable like, that you uh, watched The Sound of Freedom. <laughs> you are the problem. I didn't know what it was before I saw it. <laughs> my, my dad texted me like, hey, I got free tickets to Sound of Freedom. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> also, like, that what? whole pay it forward thing was actually <laughs> a thing that you benefited from. I thought that was a scam. But no, like, it was. <laughs> like, in my theater was packed. It was packed. And uh, I wonder yeah, why <laughs> it wasn't good. It wasn't good. My dad and I were like, "Oh, this is." There's, there's one scene in particular where I was like disgusted hearing it, um, and not for the right reasons. Uh, but yeah, that was not good. And Bird Box, the Bird Box sequel, whatever, horrendous, horrendous. Bird Box. Um, Isn't Diego uh, Calva in that? Diego, yeah, he is, and he's he's good. But yeah, the movie as a whole is just trash. Netflix had a bad run of just like their big netflix movies last year just not good besides may december and maestro um overall 2023 what a year mm-hmm. great year for film man i want right. to say that next year i'll watch more movies or this year i'll watch more movies but i feel like i try to catch up from <laughs> last year like till the oscars and so then i start late anyways yeah so, yeah. yeah but luckily this year the first three months aren't that big yeah. I don't know. The beekeeper. It's good. <laughs> see, that was already a movie. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like I knew I wouldn't have fun, so I didn't go see it with you. And then Trey, it's yeah. good. It's fun. The bee puns. Come Statham on. Is not in the movie as much as the other characters are. What the hell? But when he is uh, in the movie, it's, it's fun. Only movie I'm I've seen keeper. in theaters this year is uh, Self Reliance. Uh, Jake Johnson's. Mm-hmm. Movie. I saw it. This is all right. Jake Johnson is a movie out in theaters? He directed it. I saw about that. Well, it was in theaters for a day, but it's on Hulu. Mm. Is it a 2024 movie? No. Oh, is it? Well, it releases here. Oh. All right. Okay. Interesting. Um, Mean Girls, also very good. Is that going to be our top 10 of the year? Nah. If it ends in February. Uh, I mean, I, wow! <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I think next year we're gonna see uh, apes on this list. I, I'm, I'm oh. very excited for apes. Furiosa, maybe. Furiosa, maybe. Dune, Dune's definitely just locked. Yeah, Mickey Seventeen, probably. Mickey Seventeen, yeah, yeah. Uh, that and, oh, Alien Romulus could be surprising. Maybe I don't know. I'm rooting for Challengers. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, really good trailer. I was excited for that. Kind of sad, didn't come out. Yeah, it's coming up March. I think March, the end of March. Now, honestly, like thinking back, like a lot of the movies that got delayed last year might get, yeah, might end up that. being benefited. Mm-hmm. Like oh, Dune yeah. is like, gonna make words and stuff. Yeah, Dune is gonna make way more money than it was going to in November. 
There's yeah. one movie called The Hitman. Um, Hitman oh, Richard yeah. Linklater. Oh, I'm so stoked for that. Glenn Powell. Yeah. Love a good. Oh yeah. Love a good Linklater in this household too. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Jess. I watched School of Rock for the first time last week. Really? Yes. You... I don't know. I didn't watch it growing up. I don't know how, but I, I watched it. It's fantastic. You watched it once a month. Did you like it? Wow. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I probably watch it once a year, and I'm not a big rewatcher, like but like, sin of every it summer, I like get a little a craving for some Jack Black. <laughs> the last performance like, during the credits, so good. So good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great movie. <laughs> all right. All right. This was um, good. All right. It closes out. Uh, Trey, Jess, if you have any closing thoughts, I don't know where people find Great you. year for movies. Yeah, great. Yeah. I, need, I, did, I didn't realize when I canceled A-List that they make you wait six months till you can reactivate it. So I've paid a lot of money in the last two months for freaking movies. Um, February, we got to yeah. rejoin. Thought, 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 thought we would be going to Alamo a lot more, but Alamo sells out like three weeks in advance for every freaking movie. So it's crazy. It's annoying. But And the AMCs are good here. People actually care to behave yeah, in the I, movie I keep seeing Brandon Hodges. He won't say hi to me. I keep trying to shake his hand and he won't. I, go, I want to shake your hand. Well, See, this is why you don't betray Nicole Kidman. Trains. <laughs> Dude, if you go to one AMC theaters in Florida, you won't want to go to AMC anymore. That's all I will say. Yeah, people would bring like blankets and like wear flip flops and then take their shoes off and what? bring their babies to at the theater. Gun. Yeah. Oh, gross. Florida is a place, but yeah, thanks for having us. This was fun. We just course, ordered yeah. some Thai food. So <laughs> nice. All right, Evan. Uh, find me on Twitter at Harris Harris EV nine. Uh, this weekend. Nathan and I will be discussing a lot of TV. Percy Jackson episodes five and six, or six and yeah, five and six. Um, it's a great show. I'm having fun with it. We're gonna go over the finale of Monarch, um, and then just go over a lot of the uh, recent Last of Us casting news as well. It's gonna be a big episode. Mm. Um, but yeah, I had fun. This was a great list. I missed doing these top ten lists. They were always very fun to watch and do and contribute with. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for our next one. I think we have to go back in the past, right? 2018. 2018, baby. Very excited for that. That'd be cool. Bill Street. So, yeah. Bill Street. Uh, hell yeah. Fallout. First man. All right. And Andrew. yeah, you can find me on all social medias at ETURTEG. You can find some of my written work at the Cinema Spot and Loud and Clear Reviews. And you can find me here just talking shit to Josh and complaining to him about nominations. And, oh, speaking of, we will be tomorrow. Yeah, we will be filming some stuff tomorrow. That was a grueling two hours of deliberation. I didn't expect it to be that long. Oh, <laughs> like, this is gonna be thirty minutes. <laughs> nope. And uh, you find me on Twitter at Josh G Woodbury. Uh, my edit just released it on the channel. Uh, if you wanted to watch that, it's fun. I've had fun time doing that. Um, and you find this podcast at WHFG Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. For uh, show updates and stuff. Um, next scene, we're not sure yet. Uh, we'll, we'll figure some stuff out. But yeah, I just want to say, uh, this is probably my favorite top 10 list we've had so far. It was a fun time doing it, and the list was really good. Past lives would be one of freaking Carson and watch it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Great job, Josh, compiling and probably thank doing you, thank compilations. You. Yeah. Don't forget to add that zero on Killers of the Flower Moon. 
<laughs> I, I did. I just the one I uploaded on here, Ron Image. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, Heartbreak feels good here. Goodbye, everyone. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let them come.